if you've ever wanted to kill somebody. Slam. Yeah, the sleigh button has been smashed to bits. <laughs> Good oh, luck. I can, I can even see it. All right, Ever cool. slaying right. again. Yeah, the sleigh button went poof. That's good. That's what Staples is doing for Pride Month. They have a sleigh button. <laughs> the sleigh no, they have, yeah, they have an button. eight button. Yeah, exactly. Eight. You, you ate that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just eight. Yeah. And then they have a button that goes nine. <laughs> nine. <laughs> Me when I'm German and gay. <laughs> nine. Yeah. She nine, honey. She nine. Yeah. That's the dumbest joke I've ever heard. Do you remember life. that little boy that was doing like interviews in German where he's like, "Oh my god, oh my god." Yeah. And she's talking. Uh, she. she. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No wonder this is so loud. I have my my shit cranked up to the max. I also just I feel crazy that I can see your screen, but it's It's so fun, right? This is what I stare at the whole time. Are you watching like the thing record? It's like watching them in echocardiogram. But it's confusing me because I'm using a different program. So I'm like, wait, how am I in GarageBand? Yeah, exactly. I'm on a a Razer laptop against all odds. I'm watching this like a lie detector test. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I love Kalani. Yeah, why does it keep detecting lies on your? Yeah, what the fuck? I love yeah, Normani. Exactly. I love Normani. <laughs> Program crashes. Wait, okay, so since this is, I don't know if you guys have to do an intro, but I have, I have a surprise. But um, <gasps> I can do it now, or I can wait. I don't know if you want. to Okay, do well, we'll do oh, a little preface. Let's, let's do a little proper intro now that we're here. Okay. Hi, welcome. We're back. <laughs> we're back again. We're back, back, back again for the second time in a week, if you can believe it. Oh my god! I love to promise at the beginning of a month mm-hmm. that we're gonna do twice a week, and then we do it once successfully. Yep. Lots of it's my fault. I got deathly ill. God really get, punished me. He did get me. tonsillitis. I got tonsillitis, and then I had a fever the weekend after. Yeah, like a surprise, like, yeah. hay fever. So mm-hmm. things were a little difficult for you. Yeah. The Mexican genocide is here. It's and here to stay. Thank <laughs> yeah. God. Mm-hmm. Um, we're here to have yet another Thoughtline episode. This is Thoughtline number three. Where we invite, we open the floodgates for all this crazy gaze <laughs> to come in and bore me with their tales of promiscuity. Yeah. And you tell take me about the how they're. Field down for one yeah. second. Exactly. It's like I let them in for like that fast. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we turn the electric gates off yeah. for just a moment. And yeah. whoever's allowed in, fine, you can tell me. My 45 year old boyfriend's cheating yeah. on me. Can I Zap. do anything? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, stricken with down a, with a cattle prod. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they get branded. I'm walking around with an yeah. electric fly swatter. <laughs> it's a branding stick, but it's a grinder symbol at the yeah. end. They're like, ow, ow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 
That probably exists somewhere. Hundred oh, percent. If it doesn't, if, it should. Yeah, and we're gonna sell it as merch. Grinder yeah. branding stick. Oh, this is my other my other merch idea. This isn't even necessarily merch. This is just something I want to manufacture. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to bring to the market the world's <laughs> the world's first beer bee, and it's a Barbie that holds a beer, <laughs> and you can't take it out of her hand, and you can't take the beer out. It's not swappable. Oh, I was going to say, finally, Barbie can bend her fingers, and it's just so she can grip a 40. Yeah. But no, yeah. if she can't yeah. possibly so put it down, So she can grip a cobra. Better. Right, yeah. exactly. That's true. That's, that could, you could really go places with that. Yeah. It's Barbie, but she's playing Is there a such thing as, like, beer slut Barbie? Like, do they have, like, a... Be- like a, <laughs> like yeah. a, a party whore? Barbie? Yeah. Pass, pass around party bottom Ken. Oktoberfest Barbie? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Actually, yeah. I'm sure that exists. I went uh, last time I went like major thrifting. I saw a charity ball Barbie, um, charity and, ball it, and Barbie. it said that like a portion of the sales went to like some charity that I'm sure the charity just involved giving Barbies to poor kids. It probably did absolutely <laughs> nothing beyond that. <laughs> the NAARP Barbie yeah. is that the right acronym? And I think that's the ARP and NAACP. I combined them. <laughs> nice. It's an organization for old black people. The NAARP. Yeah. <laughs> the NAARP. Hey, hey, they may, they may as well. <laughs> they come, they come together like Optimus Prime style. Exactly. Yeah, literally. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Wonder Twins. <laughs> the NAACP and the AARP yeah. running yeah. across the room yeah. and colliding in a beautiful yeah. explosion yeah. of love. They do their Sailor Moon transition. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Takes about forty minutes. <laughs> Um, well, okay, anyway, here's our intro com- concluded. We're back for the third thought line. We're going to answer some hot, spicy, sexy questions in the form of email and voicemail because we live in the future and I can just make up a fake phone number and put it online at any time. Yeah. And we're joined by a lovely returning guest, a fave of ours, longtime girly. We're joined by the one and only Little Miss John Ruggy Baby. How are you? Hi. I'm Hi. splendid. How are you guys? And I have, I have a guest with me who's actually... <gasps> sleeping right now <gasps> who what is it <gasps> little baby who is that we have our eyes on this a gorgeous cosmo. little kitty cat cosmo cosmo's four months old <gasps> oh my gosh hi cosmo oh my goodness podcaster in training look hey, how buddy. sleepy oh my goodness he just lets you hold him like that that That's is so, so yeah. fucking precious yeah <laughs> he's oh. Oh my god! I am obsessed he's with this little kitty. Hi, thank you, baby. Yeah, he's he's just like chilling next to me. Oh my, oh god. my god, fucking amazing! So just so everyone's aware, the real fourth mic in the room, yeah, is this <laughs> perfect be, little kitty cat. Might be Cosmo. Yeah, he he does be screaming so yeah he might he might come up and start like t- like jumping on keys and like chewing <laughs> any background hissing we get it's we definitely see. gonna be on behalf of the cat okay, well, right, yeah. update i just looked at the, you the, frozen the, barbie, a little bit. the barbie thing i oh, found a picture of the the barbie i had mentioned before the charity ball barbie and there's a sticker on it that says this doll benefits the children organ transplant association <laughs> oh my god <laughs> organ donor barbie <laughs> organ donor <laughs> she just comes with a little id <laughs> Yeah. yeah, she has a little. She has a little driver's license that de- dedicates her as an organ donor, and then yeah. she has all these little scar marks from all the kidneys that have been harvested. <laughs> she's just organless. <laughs> yeah, she's, bo- boneless, have, eviscerated Barbie. They have like sack rare, Barbie. rare blood type Barbie. Yeah. She comes with like a cookie and like <laughs> rare yeah. blood type Barbie. Yeah. ABH yeah. Barbie already been harvested. Barbie <laughs> ABH. <laughs> organ harvester oh. can. 
exactly. <laughs> Organ yeah. harvester can for sure. Yeah, the canes, the hostel collection. Yeah. Um, so before before we start, I have to ask: Have you have you had anyone that you answered questions for previously get back to you and tell you if uh, your your advice? Yes, actually, I, I have gotten like out. some good feedback from people before. Okay, where, cool. uh, mostly, what we get is that like I listened to the episode where you did blah blah blah, and it made me delete Grinder. That was the biggest one. That's the only Whoa. feedback I ever get that people are like, <laughs> people I got off Grinder. Yeah, like it's because we never shut the fuck up about it. Yeah, literally. Mm-hmm. And it was working for some people out there apparently. Maybe after this one, we'll get a message from someone's parent, and they're gonna be like, Hey, after my son listened to your podcast, he killed himself <laughs> we found him hanging from the yeah. fucking ceiling yeah. fan yeah my, well, my well, son got off grinder and started hanging with the family again this was the last we got our son yeah. back we d- you did it you got our son back with the family <laughs> you got him off that little devil's app exactly got him off that evil devil app and got him back at the dinner table with me ma Thank God, finally. Yeah. Doing the Lord's work. That's what we're here to do. Exactly. We're here to reach across the aisle and really just bond the girls in unity. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, we've through the, really... through the power of voicemail and discussion. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> through the power of me judging you. Yeah. Yeah. My other favorite part of this episode is that I am uniquely qualified to give advice considering I just lost my job. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So yeah. things are looking up. Yeah. So um, if I wind up giving career advice this episode, take it with a grain of salt. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> things are. But it is only up from here for everyone. A little bit shaken up in the world for me, you know. But you know what? It is the year of the tiger, onward and upward. It is the year of the bag, and the true bag is yet to come. Yes. We're only halfway through the year. Exactly. It's it's not about what you get, it's about what you give, bitch. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It's about what it's giving. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's year of giving. It's better to be giving than to receive. Exactly. (laughs) Everyone thinks it's about what you get, but really it's all about what it's giving. Happy Chinese New Year. Happy Chinese New Year. Yeah, that was Mahatma Gandhi yeah. who said that. Um, <laughs> do we want to get started? Get into some questions? Yeah. Let's do it. All right, should we start with a voicemail or should we start with an email? Voicemail. We've voicemail. Voicemail. Okay, let's see. Let's start from right here because this person I know um, had to try and call three times. Are they in jail? <laughs> because you fucked it up. Yeah, they're in jail. <laughs> <laughs> the voicemail starts with to accept this call from yeah. prison. <laughs> I'm calling for Todd Topics. <laughs> you are receiving a call from Todd Topics Hotline. Press one to accept the charges. <laughs> Press two to give. I'm a little gay guy. <laughs> okay, well let's, let's let's get into the question, shall we? <laughs> okay. Here we go. Question right. one, caller. What do you have to say for yourself? Hey guys, now that I know that I'm going to the voicemail and not direct to Nick's uh, phone, I feel more level-headed and can ask my question. Uh, I guess I would like to know, does how gay something is come into consideration as to whether or not to do it? I, I guess as I've gotten older, I've just become more masculine slash I mean, at first it's sort of perform- performative, and then it got more natural. But anyways, sometimes I'll catch myself thinking, like, is this too gay? Like, I want to get a a fake tan, but I'm like, uh, is this too gay? And I want to, like, make a mustache <laughs> or sh- shave my beard into a mustache. I'm like, is that too gay? And I don't know, yeah, how do you gauge what too gay is slash 
is that a good methodology of approaching something? Anyway, okay. Uh, take it easy, guys. Thanks. Bye. All right. Thanks Work. for calling. Um, the and question that is, him, and that took him three tries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give a little background on exactly. This. <laughs> they don't call him three take Charlie for nothing. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Um, so it sounds like he's just asking about aesthetics. I can't. And like masculinity, like, exactly. Yeah, it, yeah. it has well, everything to do with presentation. I, I do have to give this person credit and say that it was my fault that he was not able to leave a, comp- <laughs> a great voicemail because I forgot to turn off call forwarding and he called it like two in the morning and I picked up. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "This is Nick." <laughs> and he was like, "Hello, hello." He was like, he was "Fuck like, this!" I didn't know I was calling an emergency hotline. <laughs> Yeah, an emergency. I was like, yeah. what you, I was like, you thought I wasn't going to use my regular number? Yeah, girl, I'm taking the calls now. Yeah, you got to call after hours. You call. Two a.m. isn't after hours yet. <laughs> after hours is just eight to five. Yeah. You were like drinking a beer, playing Switch, and you're like, hello, hello. You got a question? Yeah. Oh, you got a question? I'll write it down. Get, let me hold on. Give me one second. Let me go get a pen. Um, so I do love this question. I like how I, I, I like get this it. question yeah. at the end of the day. So the question is, is there a way is is it a, is it a good measure of how to make choices about how you look about whether or not that thing is too gay mm-hmm. say a spray tan or say a, a like a porn star mustache mm-hmm. yeah is it a useful methodology to question whether or not it's too gay to get and also the the built-in question to this is about like um how uh, something like a mustache could be used to, to make you make yourself appear more masculine Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. All right, yeah. let's attack this from all angles. Well, so as, think... as a mustache owner, I also like that he said, I've been thinking of making a mustache. <laughs> making, yeah, my... When I saw that like in the transcription, I assumed that was like, like, <laughs> like, like Google, that Google is, voice garble, but that really is what he said. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, w- I would like to say that he, I guess he's, I wonder if he felt conflicted when he had to choose between calling and leaving a voicemail or typing this question out in an email. Right, exactly. And he actually did pick the gayer one, which is to leave a voicemail. Leave a voicemail. I've never left mm-hmm. a voicemail in my life, you faggot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, whole, the whole purpose of this is a trap. Yeah, exactly. After, after the second ring, I'm like, well, they're not, they're not like, available. Let's bring another faggot in. Okay, voicemail number two. Yeah. Um, well, I think, I mean, if it, since it does sound like he's really just talking about, like, how to dress and, like, how, like, how to look... Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like hard to say because guys definitely do be trying to look more masculine, but then also like that is gay, like right? Yeah, yeah. There's nothing more you know gay I mean? than attempting to look like a man, because the right. the true men of the world who aren't homosexual wind up. This is okay. This is what I've said before. Mm-hmm. That not everyone agrees with me on this, but I'm let me, I'm gonna run it by you. Yeah. <laughs> when a when a gay man is ripped to hell. Yeah. It makes me think like you're a pussy and you're a sissy. But when yeah. a straight man is ripped to hell, it seems like it's maybe by accident. Yeah, I think it yeah. depends because with gay guys, they're like their show muscles, and with most straight guys, they're like go muscles, you know? Right. Like, it mm-hmm. depends on what they do for work. Most obviously, most straight guys have like marketing jobs, so they probably like can't lift more than 50 pounds unless they're like in a gym, you know? Exactly. Mm-hmm. But I think that like, but kind of on that note, it's the same thing with like gay guys wanting to wear like workwear to like try to like look masculine but then right. like, that's what like straight and i mean and i say this as a construction worker but like i see as a construction i worker. see guys <laughs> like that look like that on a daily basis and that's just their like factory setting but then if they were to mm-hmm. like get dressed to like i don't know that i was 
I was in a car a couple months ago. My, my friend and I drove by this uh, strip club, and we mm-hmm. saw a bunch of guys like that were definitely there for a bachelor party. And I said that they all went wearing their nicest jeans, and <laughs> it was like something about that was just like I couldn't tell. I thought it was like like sad or if I was kind of like excited for them because I was like, oh no, they like these dudes look like they like got they like thought about what they were gonna they, wear like, for really the first time dressed. in their life, and like that's cool. <laughs> right, exactly. It's like when like the Jersey Shore guys would like wear their yep. really special jeans. They're really yeah. special mm-hmm. jeans. Exactly. Right, exactly. And so whereas I think yeah, yeah, when like gay guys like it's it's sometimes like when when now when I see someone wearing like head to toe H and M, I'm like, that's probably a straight man. Yeah, like And then yeah. I see someone wearing like who looks like they work at Menards and they're wearing like Carhartt cargo pants. I'm yeah. like, that's yeah. a faggot right there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know that if you're if you're wearing that Carhartt shit and there aren't like you know, bits of debris and stuff on it like exactly and I, I can look at the knees and be like why aren't those worn out you clearly yeah exactly weren't you covered in sawdust labor right mm-hmm. exactly i should but, try to sell my i should just like sell my car pants to someone who wants to <laughs> make it look like they've worked a day in their life right literally so is it gay to get a spray tan i honestly don't think so as um, a gay man wait. who's gotten a spray tan and worked at a tanning salon for a very long time, I will say that a lot of, like, very normal-ass, like, corporate men got spray tans routinely. Yeah, I don't think mm-hmm. it's gay. Well, it's kind of like do that a, to make it look like they went on vacation. So they right, rich. Mm-hmm. exactly. Like yeah. it's like it's like going golfing. Tanning or looks like, good on anyone. Exactly. Tan, yeah. tan looks good on everybody. And also, I think it's part of a kind of bygone era of vanity, like, kind of 90s vanity mm-hmm. that, yeah. like... It's better than wearing a boy beat. I will say that. For sure. Yes. Yeah. Before before yeah. you slap on any bronzer, how about you take a trip to the LA tan, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Before you before you find out what, what concealer is. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, like a spray tan is a socially yeah. acceptable boy beat. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. it is yeah, contouring. Exactly. It is contouring in a exactly. sense. Yeah. I, look, I, I, I lose 10 pounds a second I get tan. And is that gayer than like a tanning bed? Or no, probably not. Tanning bed is very exposing, exposing yourself to uh, cancerous light beams is pretty gay. It's very sensual. <laughs> if it has like, I think it kind of does the like the gay little death wish thing. Oh, so yeah. I think it's a little bit more sissy than a spray tan because mm-hmm. spray tan's kind of all business. There's nothing relaxing about it. No, you go in there, tan, you go get in, out, boom, 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 hit the four positions and leave. It's very like mechanical. Mm-hmm. Whereas, I mean, of course, if you're getting in and like, you know, like you're playing like Diana Ross on your phone while you're doing, it, I mean, that's a different thing. Right. Yeah. But just be careful of the energy you bring into the world when you get the spray tan. I think that's mm-hmm. really the thing that I, I, I would advise you to do. That's yeah. when you sit your ass down and listen when you're getting a, <laughs> listen, getting a spray learn. tan. Yeah. And then as a, as a mustache haver, I guess both of you, how do you, True. how do you feel? Mm-hmm. Did you decide on your facial hair situation based on whether or not it would make you look like a homosexual? No, I can't grow any facial hair other than this. So this oh. is my like, yeah, I, I like don't grow any facial hair on my like cheeks. So I it was kind of your like, calling. Lot. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was just like, well, it's this or it's nothing. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For me, it was more. Maybe this is paired with like the masculine question, where it's like the second I realized that I, I'm like, oh, I'm 20 years old and I'm never gonna be like a twink. I might as well full like grow full beard. Mm-hmm. Well, I, that was the decision. There. It was yeah, twink death. Yeah, twin death for sure. Yeah, so doing a Viking funeral for your teenage self, or like growing a beard, being like, "Oh, I should have done this like two years ago," and like 100%. actually looked like a man. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, I kind of liked it because I have like a little gap in my front teeth, and having a mustache makes me look more like a ventriloquist dummy. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> which which I think is like kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, the best aesthetic to go for. I think yeah. it's kind of. I think it's kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I grew my beard because it's a little costumey. Yeah, it's just a little. It's just something fun for the girls to get ready to. Right. Um, I am incapable of growing facial hair that doesn't look so bad and so patchy and so terrible. Like I, I don't. 
I get it and I look tired. Like, I, it never has looked intentional once in my whole life, even when I've tried to, like, shape it into something or, like, mm-hmm. do whatever. Like, it just hasn't happened. So I think I would listen to your face. Yeah. And <laughs> maybe yeah. just oh, consult actually, with your body and kind of... Yeah. I, and I think forcing anything for the sake of presentation and vanity is, is, is worthless. gay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The yeah. worthless so that, gay. Yeah. yeah. But I think that also answers the like last part of the question, which was like, what's a good methodology to approaching that? And I think it's like, if you if you saw someone, I don't know, like I was telling my mom about this, how like a lot of gay guys are wearing like pearl necklaces now. Mm. And I think it's like, it's really obvious when someone's doing it because they're like, <laughs> look dad, I'm gender bending. And it's obvious <laughs> when someone's doing it because they like, they, they know how to style jewelry, you know? Right. Exactly. Like it's, but, and they're not the same thing. And like, I can tell. Right. And so I think the like approach to it sometimes is like, Oh, is that person doing that? And it looks good but they're annoying or like, are they doing that? Or like, like <laughs> yeah. what, what attracts you to it? And is, yeah. like, is like where you may have seen it. Like, right. does it turn you on? Does it turn you off? It's, it's like a, all about intention. It's like, a, exactly. it's like a confidence thing too, where it's totally. like, I, I feel like I just talked about this because I just went to New York and kind of judged everyone for how they looked. Uh, yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> where if it's like a 90 degree day, I'm going to wear shorts and like a little like fat boy crop right. top. Yeah. But like, and when someone's like, look at my fucking minute. Like that, yeah. that kind of thing is like just very, you like, can that tell, is okay. like, even when no one, no one says anything and they just walk by you, the the intention I think wafts off of people. You get and you energy. can tell when someone wants to be looked at, and yes. you can tell when someone is doing it because it is the most natural thing for them to be doing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah at and the end of the day, yeah. just like be comfy, do what makes you comfortable. Right. And masculinity is all about listening to nature yep. and staying in step with it, and being a faggot is all about forcing against nature and yeah. doing everything in being your being a faggot is, is all about finding the smallest camisole yeah. known to man <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah my masculine urge is telling me to put my phone my airpods yeah. my wallet my keys and everything yeah. in one pocket exactly you get in a exactly. pocket not a, a bag you get yeah. a ratchet and strap, being gay is all about ribs. getting a cute little water like a little wine yeah it's like a cute little wine at whole foods well no yeah because it's like how how can how can i get something that's so dainty that still makes my body look big that's like right that's right. what it's all about it's like what can i drink that's in the smallest vessel <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's all about being a diminutive little faggot <laughs> yeah you go to the bar you're like could i get that in a thimble <laughs> can i get that <laughs> yeah. can i get so that like silly. a barbie shooter yeah. <laughs> yeah so again either walk with nature yeah. or walk against it but walk proudly yeah if a spray tan makes you feel natural comfortable and you're like yeah this feels right yeah. do it it's not really gay then if you're doing it because you're like this is gonna make me look better right because i care what people think then that's when it becomes gay i also think that you could try both of these things once and it will take about a, a fraction of a second for you to tell if it's the right thing to be doing if anything yeah. we're in the era of men just experimenting with how they look like just do whatever right exactly you know? like for no better, really for better or for worse for yeah. most mostly for worse yeah yeah, yeah I was gonna say so. <laughs> so do that now because hopefully that era right. is coming do it now before the overton window halt. shifts back to you know men hiding their ankles that's what i'm yeah. saying yeah do it now because no one's gonna blink <laughs> exactly do it while you got the chance yeah um all right well, great. Cerrado. Nice. Um, now let's do an email, right? Yeah. Do your best yeah. reading voice. Yeah. I hope that guy gets out of jail. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Good luck out He's there. Like, this is my third free call from jail. <laughs> I won't get another one for six months, so you guys better fucking respond. <laughs> Three more years. Free my sister. <laughs> <laughs> this is an email from a lovely person who I almost said their name, and I don't know if I'm allowed. 
Dearest thoughts. Hello, Kings. I'm in a weird sexual predicament. I'm going through a dry spell and I want to have a slutty summer. I'm prepared to ask possibly the most useless question of all time. Can you two, as faggots, give some advice to me, a heterosexual woman, on what I can do to not sound completely retarded when I attempt to flirt with guys slash any tips on being attractive? Thanks so much. (laughs) Um, P.S. Should I just fuck my ex when he comes into town? We broke up because of circumstance. Through the grapevine, I've heard he makes $100,000 now, and I kind of want to eat well and get him to buy me a Switch. (laughs) And I don't want to deal with ugly guys at bars on Unhinged and Tinder. Wow. Okay. Good problem to have. I love a straight girl's question. I know. Women women be asking me the dumbest shit. (laughs) (laughs) I listen. Um okay, well I'm going I'm going to go to the heart of this question which is as as a homosexual, how can a woman not appear too stupid to date? Or too or or are, how to not sound R-worded. Well, my advice to you is to sound a little R-worded. Sound a little yeah, R-worded. It's just, a girl. It's a yeah. really thin line. You have to be just helpless enough about the right things. Exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like you can't know how to use a computer like yeah power tools forget all that like no exactly here, okay here's here's how you here's how you get guys buy all of the stuff that you need to like hang shelves find a guy to do it and be like oh my god i don't even i have all this stuff it just came I got in the these box things called yeah. s- 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 screws like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i got these yeah. i got all these brackets i mean wall things and then if and then if he's a guy who doesn't know how to do that then that's next then get get next yeah next. right exactly yeah. then you yeah. need to move keep yeah. it pushing and then, but then it's you a get, really then good you, litmus then test. you get your your rich ex-boyfriend to kick his ass right exactly then you sit his ass in then you yeah. sit him down <laughs> you sit him down and then you let him watch you install the yeah. shelves <laughs> exactly yeah like you show him cuck completely your ex, cuck your ex-boyfriend <laughs> <laughs> you want to come over and watch some other guy build some shelves <laughs> Um, I mean, it almost feels like it's not too, too hard. Like, are guys really turned off to girls that are too retarded? Yes. And I think guys are not turned on by girls who are Are smart. smarter than them. Right. Who are, yeah, or are too, like... uh, Not even smart, but, like, kind of, like, (laughs) quick-witted. Or, like, someone who But not in, like, a fun way, you know? No, but, like, present in the room. Yeah. Yeah. And that's sort of an ornament. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't, that you should be that. But I do think that um, courting, courting a straight man is all about flattering the ego. Yes. And doing whatever you can to create gaps in your own knowledge of the world so he can feel good about filling those gaps. You have to, like, be in on the joke. You have to be like, I have to, like... Yeah. Take my down, take myself down a peg. Right, but that's what yeah. gives you the power. It's all know? about being two steps ahead and appearing to be one step behind. There you go. That's <laughs> so true. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. It's all just it's it's a. This is why so many women, I think, um, when we talk about like the TikTok, the the ick effect. Yes, is that so many women are have become so good at playing the game mm-hmm. and getting themselves involved in the chase that when the expectation of how much uh, crazy energy you've put into the game. Mm-hmm. And the, the the sick little psychosexual chess game you've been playing in your brain, yeah. that when you finally win and you get what you want, it's like, oh god! I was like, I did so much work for that, for that, and then you don't want yeah. it anymore. Exactly. But also, straight guys mm-hmm. like love to chat, so just like ask questions, and then if you they do feel like if you feel like you sound stupid when you flirt, just like react to like what they're saying. You know, you mm-hmm. don't need to like true initiate something. 
Okay. Yeah, I think that so. something that is a, co- a very common misconception about the straight man is that they don't like to talk. They and love to talk. They are love, fucking motor mouths. Yeah. Oh and that's God. why, like, the most commonly, one of the most common pieces of advice given to men when they're dating straight women is to ask the woman questions about themselves so you yeah. don't appear to be so self-absorbed that you're, mm-hmm. like, yeah. completely off the table. But I do think that... um Again, in terms of flattering the ego and giving this person the chance to appear like the most the world's most interesting man, mm-hmm. you know, there's no no downside to that, really. Yeah, yeah. I can't imagine though being like a straight guy right now though, and then having to fear that like if you go on one date at like with the wrong person, some like girl that looks like fucking Keebler Elf is gonna like make a front facing video <laughs> like talking about like how, what yeah. was that what was that term that ugly girl used about the the what West Elm guy? Oh, West Elm Caleb. Was. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> yeah, I forgot yeah. completely about that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Being a, yeah. a fuck boy, if you will. Fuck boy. No, yeah. Well, that's why that's why women are so obsessed and triggered by fuck boys is because a fuck boy is a man who is two steps ahead of them. Yeah, and it's because they're mm-hmm. obsessed with them. Yes. yes, and because it, it's the ultimate chase, and the ultimate I can fix him, and the ultimate I can get one over on him and pull the wool over his eyes. Right, but you can't. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. You ain't ever. You're not pulling that beanie nowhere. No. Oh, and I guess <laughs> the, the last, the last part of the question: Should I uh, fuck with her ex when when he comes into town? Um, and he's like super rich. I mean, yeah. I mean, you should go to dinner. <laughs> yeah. Go. Don't yeah, fuck him. Definitely Just go, to, go dinner. to dinner. Don't fuck him unless you get the switch. Exactly. Yeah. Get the switch, and then if you have Get to fuck him, then do it. But yeah. I also... Th- uh, n- men like nothing more than being psychosexually tortured by a crazy bitch. True. Who extorts him for dinner and a switch, and then never says anything again. Yeah, yeah and literally. then get him to, like, set up your Switch account with, like, his credit card so you can buy all the games yeah. you want. It's exactly. About, it's about the long-term chase. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Fuck him in a couple years. To, exactly. You're gonna you're gonna take him home, you're gonna swing your legs over his while you ring up all the games on the Switch store. <laughs> you press purchase, <laughs> and then you say, baby, I'm, I'm tired. When he said swing your legs, I I imagine this full like <laughs> leg over the head. Yeah, <laughs> just kind of really show off. Yeah, exactly. Show yeah. off your flexibility. <laughs> do a split in the living room yeah. floor. Yeah. Take a home. What's take the, him home and do a rhythmic gymnastic routine. What's the What's the break dancing move where they spin on their head with their legs? Like, <laughs> yeah, do that naked. <laughs> yeah, the corkscrew. <laughs> do the corkscrew, but don't let him touch. Do a, do a few exactly. Windows. Yeah, yeah. Get pop it. pussy on a handstand and then send him back. <laughs> and then send, and then tell him you gotta go to bed. <laughs> Tell him, woo, that made you tired. Oh, man, I'm hey, tired. I got work hey, in the morning. Hey, honey, do you mind if we get home? I need to pop pussy on the hands, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> I really need to shake some ass, but we got to do it at home. We got to do it at home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, uh, this meeting is going to end. It looks like it's in two minutes. Should be. Oh, yeah. Um, Let's just preemptively stop it. Preemptively and then stop. And then, and then we'll call back, yeah. And then we'll start over. Okay, perfect. I'll do, a little, I'll do a little tune in the Podcasting meantime. on a budget. <laughs> All right, be in one second. Three, okay. two, and we'll be right back. Thank you. What song should I sing? Um, um, <laughs> uh, name one song. Um, <laughs> name a song right now. The first thing that I thought was, oh, hot damn. <laughs> this is my jam. <laughs> oh, my Keep me partying till God. the a.m. I did it again, so I'm a little beat rock. <laughs> Baby, let me love you down. There's, There's so, so many ways to love ya. Maybe I can bring you down. There's so many <laughs> ways to love ya. Got me like, oh my god, I'm so in love. You found me finally. You make me wanna say, what was that? 
Huh? Is that the, I didn't want to say I didn't want to say the person's name on air. Oh yeah, I don't even know who that question. is. So that has to be like a spam, like a like a fake email address. If, if it's it you, yeah, be, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's what I, I thought. I think so. I love that people make burner. E- Do you think people make like burner numbers? <laughs> I I use like a burner email address for when I I shop online so that um, me too a spam I don't email get, like, subscribed for yeah. Well, I was telling my boyfriend he was like talking about going tubing and I told him to like look on Groupon and then I told him that um, the consequence that comes with that is that you will spend the rest of your life unsubscribing from Groupon's uh, <laughs> It's true. It's true. Literally yeah. the rest of the, You the can't ever escape. You my um escape. my <laughs> spam email is princesselexalive.com. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're going to get the worst emails because people are going to sign you up for shit. Well, I don't ha- I don't ha- I'm not in it. I mean, I don't check it. My favorite thing was my core. I'm not going to say her real name, but like I'm going to say like Jessica. So my coworker Jessica had a separate email called jessicascoupons at gmail.com. Jessica's so like, coupons. So that's why every time she'd go to a store, like sign up for anything, she used that email. So when she was ready to go to like Bed Bath and Beyond, she would just look up like Bed Bath and Beyond. Uh, girl, and, and girl let me let me log into Jessica's coupons. <laughs> right, yeah. And it was so smart. <laughs> it's like Angie's list. Yeah. <laughs> What's Angie's list? You don't know what Angie's list is? Girl, come on no. now. It's where you request um you can like get like a highly recommended plumber to come to your house. Yeah. Oh, it's like a reference list? Like mm-hmm. a little like yeah. oh okay. so Angie, right? Yeah. She signs off on the tech. Ah. She's like, Angie's like, come on, babe. Yeah. Bring him over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, do you want to do another voicemail? Let's yeah. do it. Okay. Oh, I can't hear it. I can hear it either. But I see that this one says construction worker. Do you want me to start it over? Yeah. Yeah, I can't. Did you share the audio? Oh, I didn't share the audio yet. That's why it's not working. Give me one sec. It's the, it's the this one. I'm it's so the, fucking retarded. More and then. Okay, Let's there go. we go. How about now? Hey, Nick and Chris. Um, I have a question for you. Uh, so I'm a, I'm a 32-year-old uh, construction worker. Um... My problem is I have very bad social anxiety. So I've never had a girlfriend or like kissed a girl or done anything with a girl before. Um, so I'm wondering, what do you think would be the best way to fix my social anxiety so that I can like be somewhat normal um, and like get late maybe? Let me know what you think, Papa. Peace. Love it. Nice. I love to get questions from straight men in this world. It's really lovely. Yeah. Well, little did this person know that would also be a construction worker <laughs> yeah, on the airways. It's another construction um, worker logged in. Wow. Hold on. We're trying to fix our audio. Girl, my we'll shit's know. all fucked up. Give us like we'll one. know how to get girlies. Right. Literally, yeah. Trying to like coach them on how to get girls. How do all I right. fucking our make audio's this wider? in our ears right now. I don't know. Hold on. I don't know what prompted it. Bitch, let me call you back. fucking cooking with gas start share and now that is working we're it good it wouldn't be a thought topics collab without yeah. seven I know. fucking <laughs> computer <laughs> malfunctions exactly. you literally like nick did something where like our audio just fucking went to the highest it volume was so in our headphones goddamn loud and, and it, we couldn't turn oh it down <laughs> okay well now we're back we're, right, cook, we're back, cooking back to the question all right good question too I'm great question yeah 
so we have a man. We have a 32 con- 32-year-old construction worker mm-hmm. who would love to know how to act like a normal person yeah. so he can have sex with women. Yes. <sighs> Did you ever have social anxiety? I've never had social anxiety in my life. I haven't either. <laughs> but whenever I think whenever I see questions like that, I think I think about when the, there's like the clip from Wendy Williams and she's like, "Clap if you have social anxiety." <laughs> yeah. My favorite thing that and then like three people clap and she's like I feel bad for you I do my I do I do I do my favorite thing that Wendy Williams has done is like she was describing someone on the screen where she was like this boy is like a criminal like blah 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 like murderer he just killed seven people and he just died last night and the crowd is the like, crowd's like <laughs> she goes clap oh, if yeah, you when care she, when she announced yeah the best the best one she ever said is clap if you have a storage unit. <laughs> The whole audience is screaming. <laughs> Literally one person. <laughs> Clap if you've got a storage unit. Yeah. She goes, grab him. Grab, grab him. him. Get yeah. that guy from the back. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, Uh-oh. Well, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Hello. Uh-oh. Um, That's what she always says. Maybe you should get a storage unit. Yeah. Yeah, maybe women will respect you. <laughs> yeah. I wonder I wonder where he's trying to meet girls. Go, go somewhere to meet girls where you socially feel you're most confident. Right. If you're like a drinker. Like, just get a couple drinks in you. Right, exactly. Get that liquid courage. But what if he's one of those people who gets weirder when he drinks? That, yeah, that's what, that's what could happen. Because sometimes people who are inexperienced in channeling their best self while drunk yeah, wind up being, like, really fucking weird when they're drunk. Yeah, well, find, yeah. find another drunk weird girl. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, yeah maybe, find, maybe find the freak for you. Yeah, find the freak for you. Yeah, exactly. Here at Angie's like, and this is not the best advice but like find community you know Mm -hmm. like whether you like do a little class somewhere i don't know yeah yeah well i think and it can can literally be anything yeah i think oftentimes when people have social anxiety it's because of the fact that they are extremely uh ill socialized and ill practiced in social situations Mm -hmm. yeah where whatever the circumstances of your life are um you've wound up actually being way more isolated than you even think that you are Mm-hmm. And there are, I think, situations that you're going to have to put yourself in that are going to force you out of your comfort zone a little bit. Mm-hmm. Because I think, especially being good enough at socializing that you could uh, attract a person, I think that takes a certain level of like um, <laughs> self-confidence and skill that is... Uh, is not obtained without going through some true humiliation. Yeah, I'm very much like a fake it until you make it type of person. I used to like hate public speaking, and when I realized that you just have to have that ability like later on in your life for like yeah. for certain yeah. jobs or whatever, like you just have to. You just have to, and then once you kind of like convince other people that like you're not nervous or that you're not weird or like awkward, then like you will right. start to convince yourself. Yeah, and like you will just start to become a part of it. You just have to practice it. Yeah. You know? I think also straight men are famously afraid of rejection more than any other demo. Mm-hmm. And I think by opening yourself up to the possibility of being completely shut down and humiliated and move on with your life and mm-hmm. leaving open the uh Leaving open the chance to be totally just dragged to hell by God. And, like, let it be. Like, think about what the worst case scenario is in every situation. And is it really that bad? Like, rejection right. isn't horrible. It's like, not what's bad. what's the worst thing someone does to you? Say, oh, sorry, I'm not interested. Bye. And you're like, right. okay, on to the next. Like, Or you get, like, yeah. a drink thrown on you. <laughs> also, yeah. fun. Ton- like, actually, this is, like, the, the reverse problem of the question and answer before this. Some girls do want a guy who is, like, wildly subdued. You know what uh, I mean? True. Mm-hmm. True. 
Yeah, and so I think we, we should put them in touch. We should get this guy in touch. With I know the with the last guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah literally. <laughs> Miss podcasting matchmaking. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I pair up all the freaks in my voicemail. Yeah, it's like a millionaire matchmaker, yeah. but it's like. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I think that's that's true. And I think maybe that is if you if you're not open to allowing yourself to be humiliated by life then maybe what you have to do is instead of pretending that you have social skills, pretend that you're so confident that you don't even need to speak and you just completely don't talk, mm-hmm. but surround yeah. yourself with very well-socialized people and make yourself think, yeah. the least freakish of a group of very social people. Mm-hmm. Because I'm, I mean, there's a lot of very outgoing, freaky construction workers out there who yeah. probably pull the crowd yeah. and probably aren't afraid to strike up a combo well, with a stranger. That's the other mm-hmm. thing too is like working in in construction. If you don't like deal with clients, like if you're just like if you work for a company where you're just like you know flipping houses or like doing shit, yeah, manual labor around the clock, doing manual labor around the clock, and you're not interfaced with like people Strangers, right you know mm-hmm. yeah with people or it's just like you work with the same people every day you like do kind of get a little autistic yeah you know just because you're like you're not used to having to like adapt right at mm-hmm. all yeah well that's all about the isolation you know? factor but mm-hmm. i do think that like yeah that's why like yeah there's a natural order of people where i think if you put yourself in a social situation with men who are a lot more outgoing than you and then you present yourself as the kind of chill alternative to whatever very outgoing loudmouth you pair yourself with. Mm-hmm. I think that that often can make you look like a legitimate option for people. And then you can kind of let your freak flag fly later. Yeah. If you're like about to get in a situation, let's say that this person is going to approach a girl sitting at a bar and they're at a dive bar. Yeah. You have to think about the other person too. Like she is also a girl just sitting at a bar. If she's by herself, like think about like her situation, how she just is chill or like maybe right. wanting yeah. someone to like talk to her too. Like again, right. like what's oh. the worst situation, yeah. you know? I mean, yeah. there's also no yeah, shortage of people a... who are attracted to antisocial weirdos, myself included. Exactly. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I've... he has to either go to a pool bar, yes, mm-hmm. because that's where you could like talk to people, but you're like doing a task, right? Mm-hmm. So exactly. it's like distract yourself and, with like, something else. And no one, like most people, aren't good at pool. And if you are good at pool, you should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> so it's like it's not like he's going to be like playing with someone who he could like embarrass himself in front exactly. of. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He needs to do that or he needs to go, and I hate that I'm about to say this, he needs to go to an open mic. <laughs> oh, God. I can't Just advocate for that. I'm going to let you own that answer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you can own that. No, no. To, t- to talk to people who are also attending it. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, think put, put yourself in situations where like you can't. It's like normal just to talk to strangers or like just to mingle. Exactly. Know? Yeah. Yeah, because I think also like if you if you create pressure around every social situation you're ever in, as mm-hmm. like an opportunity to fail, mm-hmm. or as a I'm either going to get this person to have sex with me or I'm going to die. Yeah. <laughs> if that makes sense I think there's certain um, scenarios you could probably avoid and really just go into some lower stress situations and probably wind up getting the confidence to mm-hmm. yeah like I know meeting someone organically is like a little hard in real life like I know everyone's like defaults to like tinder if they want a date or right. like bumble or like whatever right. like I get that part too or get absolutely trashed and go to the worst bar on, on the planet yeah and just get the whatever sexual fulfillment you think you need to get out of the way mm-hmm. and then i think a lot of the pressure is going to be off your back yeah for sure yeah maybe pay someone for sex <laughs> and then we'll see you can own that answer yeah i'll own that one <laughs> yeah. that's fine we've had um, someone leave the room 
We're gonna have so much breaking music in this episode. We're just gonna be one. You can't cut us out singing "Oh My God" by us. Oh no, I'm keeping that. You know I'm keeping that. Oh my God. Okay. I did it again, so I'm a little. Should we do another email one? Is this another one? Oh my God, cat number two. Hi, baby. What is the name of this one? I can't hear you oh, talking. Oh, you're on mute. Am I? Uh, there we go. Hi. Hey. There you go. What's good. that baby's name? That's Giordani. 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 He's one. Oh, yeah. my God. Giordani and Cosmo. Like Fucking name. Yeah. Giordani and Cosmo. Good names. Yeah. Are, yeah. Did you name them both? Or, like, do they come yeah. with those names? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yes. I really want to get another cat and name it Pajamas. <laughs> so oh my yeah apple and pajamas that's cute <laughs> pajamas the cat is really Isn't fucking cute? cute yeah i really want um, pajamas if you're out there i'm coming for you girl is it gonna are you gonna put pajamas on him no he's already has them that's true mm-hmm. well here's the thing i will say much like groupon like i was using i was using pet finder when i wanted to get a second cat mm-hmm. but then i ended up getting it through someone i know mm-hmm. but i'm not i don't know how many fucking cats i have to buy for Petfinder to stop emailing me. <laughs> I've unsubscribed from their emails so many times. They're like, we thought that you wanted like way more. They, That's how they get Why you. Why did you sign say, up for these emails? And, and I'm like, <laughs> and y'all make people jump through hoops because you want to make sure people aren't animal hoarding, which I totally understand. And I am. But then stop sending me an email every day saying, we're still here for you. <laughs> but yeah. Do you need anything? We know you haven't found the right one yet. <laughs> we're still here. Yeah. Here's nine three-legged fucked up chihuahuas. <laughs> They all want you. And they're all conjoined. <laughs> yeah, three conjoined chihuahuas <laughs> it's are like in your area. Like Cerebus. Yeah, like. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't want marriage. They just want sex. <laughs> and now Cosmo's back here. <laughs> My three-legged chihuahua. All right, next question. Next question. Oh, what are we doing? <clears throat> an email? Yeah, let's do an email. I like this back and forth. Okay. Should we do advice, thought line, or burning question? Mm. Uh well what have we done so far I guess let's do this one there we're, we're gonna Why do not? We're I just gonna picked do something random burning question okay dear esteemed homos I'm working a menial job that I enjoy very much the hours suit me the work is easy and I'm rarely stressed but the pay is shitty really shitty. Should I go back to school and get a real job, one with a computer in an office? <laughs> the thought of going back to school makes me want to shove a shotgun up my pussy. <laughs> but I worry about the future. I'm young and healthy now, but physical labor might not be so easy in 10 to 20 years. On the other hand, I don't know if sitting at a desk all day will be much better for me health-wise. I need guidance. Sincerely, fat, nasty, and broke. Huh. He said, please, please don't read my email address on the air. Okay, yeah. sexy pedos. <laughs> <laughs> sexy mama. Yeah. Big mommy milkers 92. Big fat moose pussy at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> I told you not to read Hit his line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yours. That's mine, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Chris's coupons at <laughs> Chris's <laughs> coupons NYC. Yeah. At <laughs> okay, cunty coupons. Cunty, cunty coupons. coupons, yeah. Okay. Um, well, first of all, let me answer the last part of this question, which is that my posture is the worst it's ever been in my whole life, and it's because I had an office job that involved sitting at a computer. Yeah, you talked about posture in about 10 to 20 years. Like, that's going to happen when you have an office job. My Absolutely. back has never been more I fucked. am the hunchback of Lakeview. Yeah. I literally have, like, 
I sometimes catch my profile view like in like a like a kind of like a mirrored glass like when I'm walking by Whole Foods sometimes I'm like what the fuck is that yeah no I hate it I'm like this like this like lumbering brute it's just like this shoulder hunch thing this has stuck with me and I hate that it stuck with me there was this white bitch that was on TikTok that was like take a break take your shoulders put them up put them back and down and your posture's fixed. This and I feels, do that. This like, is the most uncomfortable position I've ever been in in my whole life. <laughs> well, like sometimes this, I like, do that. When, sometimes when like, someone's like, "Can you get in proper posture, please?" I'm like, "This is horrible." I'm like, "Titties out." Oh yeah, I'm like, "You want me yeah. to extend my breast?" Not happening. All I have to all I have to do is hear one decibel of a woman's voice, and my shoulders are back up to my ears. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you fix your posture? <laughs> <laughs> you're flexing you're like what'd you say bitch <laughs> <laughs> shoulders in your ears <laughs> pop Popeye style Popeye's, yeah. I'm, I'm swinging <laughs> I'm like <laughs> winding up jamming my delts yeah. in my ears <laughs> uh, we've talked about those questions so many times I feel the balance between how hard you want to work and how mm. much you will make yeah well I mean if you're working construction I definitely or whatever physical labor you happen to be doing that you are concerned about your ability to do this in 20 years I mean, I'm sure that's something you should be concerned about, but I mean, you're probably going to be in better shape by doing physical labor than you are going to be doing whatever the fuck exactly. I'm doing. Exactly, and as, yeah. as long as you take good care of yourself, like, you can yeah. literally, like, I work with dudes who are, like, you know, have been doing construction for longer than I've been alive, and they're, like, chilling. Right, like, it's totally fine. can still, like, climb shit, and, like... Yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah, I'm sure so there's precautions you have to take for yourself just to, like, make sure exactly. you're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, if yeah. the pay is shitty, does, that's another thing. Yeah, then... That's a whole other problem. And definitely don't shove a shotgun in your pussy. Yeah. Or do. Just to see what goes on. <laughs> now, should, should you shove a shotgun yeah. up your shove pussy? Shove a shotgun up my pussy, but I worry about the future. <laughs> that was what got me. But I worry <laughs> about the future. That was my senior quote. I want to shove a shotgun up my pussy, but I worry about the future. Could you imagine that in one of those commercials for like the online the online college program? Yeah. yeah. I, the thought of going back to school makes me want to shove shotgun a shotgun up my, up pussy. my pussy. But I'm still but worried about, about the future. future. <laughs> it's like the Education Connection yeah. remix. Totally. It's like, yeah, it's the University of Phoenix. <laughs> the thought I, of going back to school with my shitty little kids makes me want to put a gun in my pussy. <laughs> but I worry about the future. Can anyone help? At Strayer University, we help individuals get the shotgun out of their pussy and get the money back in their bank. And bring it into the classroom. We bring bring families back together and we take shotguns out of your pussy. Yeah. I fucking love it. Great question. Great question. (laughs) Yeah. If you think that you're too poor, you can apply for other jobs. Right. Get another job, but in a similar area if you already like this, because this is the thing. More money means more problems. This is my number one piece of career advice that I think I maybe have in general. Mm -hmm. It's that if you don't feel you have a calling, if nothing is truly calling to you at all, Mm -hmm. you should do whatever is the absolute easiest and gets you the most money. Yeah. And if you do have a calling or you think you have a calling, I recommend sitting down quietly and pensively considering whether you could do anything else. Because if you can, you should go do that thing. And there, But if you're one of these people who you will die and be dead in the ground if you can't do that thing, you should go do that thing. Then do that thing, yeah. But if you think you could be a bank teller too, yeah, you should be the bank teller. True. Yeah. And not be like a starving artist. Yeah. Honestly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You'd be amazed how many people can't count so true i mean i mean you're count, looking at two, me among you're looking at three people you're looking at a couple <laughs> four, four. 
<laughs> You're looking at no, five I got, people. I got, I got numbers yeah. down. It's letters. I don't. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I'm all about reading. I love to. I love a little book. You know. I regularly text you words that are not words, and yeah. you like crack up. I, I, every. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite used to be that you thought there was an E at the end of tornado. I really did. <laughs> because the word doe, like a baby, like a baby deer. A baby deer is a doe, so I thought it was tornado. Tornado. Why would the deer have any what? relationship to the storm? Oh, I, pre- I don't know. I'm Mexican. <laughs> oh, could you, if you spelled, it's actually spelled with a O-U, uh, it's O-U-H. <laughs> O-U-H. Yeah. Tor- tornado. Yeah. Um, I guess, yeah, that's a good answer to the question. But the other thing, too, is if you have this job that we don't fully understand, but it does sound like it entails some sort of physical labor, just do the labor. And if you feel like you're not, like, fit to do it, yeah. then, like, learn all about it and then get, like, an admin job yeah. in the same zone if you can. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And, I'll, I mean, listen... Yep. I read the health concerns about whether you're going to be better off in an office as someone who's doing it I promise you you are better off doing whatever you're doing every single other person but me I know who's working this kind of job had COVID so <laughs> just saying yeah. I don't know a lot of construction workers who got it yeah. <laughs> get out there you know okay Yeah. great how about a voicemail huh let's do a voicey Hey guys, big fan of the show. Um, I'm calling from Washington, D.C., and it's mostly a question of life as a mid-20-somethings gay in the big city. I'm like, I have a good job, my personal life is pretty stable, but everything in D.C. revolves around, like, the scene, and basically every single married couple I know are both on Grindr looking for twinks. I was wondering, do you think it's possible to you know, at least be adjacent to, like, the scene lifestyle and have a more, like, conventional marriage or, like, long-term relationship. Thanks. Love the show. Bye. Now, I think that's a lovely question. That's a lovely question. So the question... That is a lovely question. The question is, Um, can you maintain proximity to the scene that is the gay scene mm -hmm. while also preserving some semblance of normalcy and functional long-term relationship or marriage? Yeah. Is that possible? I think yes. Yeah, absolutely. You just can't be annoying. Yes. I'm... You know what I mean? Oh. oh go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you, John. I think that it's... I think it's fine. Yeah. I think you just have to really set boundaries for yourself. Like, exactly. with the, the comment about, like, everyone here that is gay is married, but looking for more, like, a sure. third or, like, twinks or something like that. Hmm. hmm Just don't get involved in that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Live your normal life. Yeah. But I well. guess, is he asking <laughs> because he wants to be in a long-term relationship? Right. That's my yeah. question. That's my question about this question is that are you someone who is wanting to avoid the trappings of the scene and be able to like live where you live because you really like living there and like the, the rest of your life is good, but it involves having to participate in that scene to some extent? And you're trying to like have a little bit of normalcy, but you know that at at some point you're going to have to clash up against this. Or is it that you are kind of down with the scene to begin with Mm -hmm. and you want to know if there's some way you can have it all and have your cake and eat it too? Mm. Because those are two very different questions, I feel. Yeah, I think you just have to find the balance. I mean, like, I don't, I wouldn't consider myself involved in any like gay scene really but i do have like the friends i go out with and they all go out crazy style like multiple times during the week and i don't do that but like mm-hmm. right when i want to you know i have like people i can like hang out and go out with but i also like i'm in a long-term relationship you know mm-hmm. right like yeah <laughs> like fulfilling and the, bo- both things are fulfilling in 
different ways. Yes. Mm-hmm. Here's, so I guess it just depends on what you want your future to be. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here's, here's what I think. I think that it depends on your... Okay. The, when I hear the scene, it implies a certain sexual subtext to me that makes me very wary of um, someone's ability to continue to have a true and fulfilling long-term partnership. Um, that said, I under, there's a really big difference between being like, I have a lot of gay friends who like to go party at like, like crazy party spots. Right. Like, of course, like for sure, yeah. go to the party. Like, I'm up in the club all the time, you know? Right. Yeah, go, go wild stuff. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. With the girls... And with the non-girls. Yes. It's an even mix. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. that's okay. fine. If you need to participate in, like, gay lifestyle, that's fine. But I think that the fact that this person brought up specifically the dimension of, quote, the scene where people are, like, hunting for a third and, like, want to, like, still, like, fuck around on the side and whatever. Yeah. I don't think that there's any way to do that that serves God. <laughs> so I would yeah. just consider that part. Is, I think, if, if, if you, you have to make a sacrifice if you are wanting normalcy mm-hmm. and you can still be a part of like a, a scene of gay people for sure and have fun and whatever but i don't think that there's a way to have a respectful and um true connection with the person while you're also fucking other people yeah i think that it really just boils down to what you truly want like deep deep down and kind of really coming face to face with that because you can keep doing the fun things, but then eventually the fun things will stop being fun. And I don't, I hate when people will realize that maybe like too late in their life where it's yeah. like, oh shit, like maybe I wanted right. one thing and then just was doing the other thing the whole time. Yeah. You know? But yeah. if you're someone who already is like capable of like hunting for a person who wants what you want and is going to be able to participate in like the fun parts of gay shit with you, mm-hmm. of course you can have both. Yeah. Agreed. But it yeah. depends on what the other part of the both is that you're talking about, I think. Yes. Because if you're talking about it just, like, keying with the girls, anyone can have anyone that. Anyone could do that. Yeah, that's... And should of, have that. It's kind of normal. Yeah. Yeah. But what's <sighs> not normal... Like he, it sounds like he thinks that it's, like, you have to have one or the other, but it's, like, you can have both. Right. Yeah. It, like, like, you they, can be among the girls change. without fucking the girls. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, right. yeah. you don't have to fuck the girls. And if you think that's too hard to do. And if anything, you shouldn't. You know? <laughs> right, you, you shouldn't. Fuck the girls. You, <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Like, Please don't like, fuck the girls. No, it's literally like, it's like church and state, you know? Like, exactly. If you, you want to have. But I mean, Give me the church. Maybe what he's asking is like, does he, in order to distance himself, or to say, he said like to be adjacent to the, to the scene lifestyle, maybe that means he wants to be with someone who is also involved in that and he worries that it'll get in the way or he wants to be with someone who is not involved in that and fears that there will be like repercussions because people will like judge you for it right yeah i mean i would just think about what yeah, what it is you want mm-hmm. right yeah. exactly it, it boils because down to what you i want, will girl. say the, the 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 clown is going to come back to bite if you think yeah. that you can find what you need from someone who late. loves the scene don't be like don't be like indecisive for too long i think is my best advice to a lot of gay people yes like that's my one thing yeah, that i think that's really good advice. don't be indecisive for too long because you don't want to look back at like your prime years especially being in your mid-20s yes and realize that now you're 35 and you just fucked around for a long time yes. and now you're not in your prime and then you have to meet another gay guy yeah like, right. i don't know like right. there's nothing wrong with that but again just just realize when i think fun there's something wrong with fun. that i think <laughs> this is yeah. this is something that I, I think not only gay gay people especially but i think young people particularly struggle with is mm-hmm. feeling like committing yourself to something fully is a punishment it's not and that and it's really not no mm. that like being locked down into something is somehow like you're restricting yourself from 
like having it all or whatever. And mm-hmm. uh, the, everyone knows that being having nothing but choice and nothing but total freedom and chaos is actually a horrible death trap. It's, it's the opposite. Horrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what is nice is being able to commit your commit yourself to something fully. Right, it's like virtuous and like mm-hmm. yeah, and like, like beyond, I mean yeah. like beyond like mm-hmm. the bullshit of like I mean I, jo- I joke around uh, around on here about you know people you, in open relationships yeah, not getting we, into heaven. We laugh, yeah, we laugh, we have we a laugh. nice little we laugh. laugh. You know we love a good laugh, child. <laughs> <laughs> but on his, uh, the serious part of it is, I think one of the the biggest lessons that most people I know could stand to learn is that committing yourself to something a hundred percent is not a punishment and is not holding you back from something else. In fact, it's solidifying your place in some in something larger uh-huh. and yeah it's really scary and really brave to commit yourself to something yeah no and it knows i was just gonna mm-hmm. say it, it takes more mental fortitude to commit to something than to like brush it off or to like to be mm-hmm. flighty and to never yeah. be able to commit to anything yeah. right exactly yeah and if you do want to like settle down and like really get into like a monogamous thing you can still reap the benefits from all of that situation you know what i mean yeah well because like yeah. the, the, i like I know that there's some people out there who just truly are sexually driven people. They are people who just can't live without fucking and sucking. I get it. I don't get it, but I get it. And that's fine. And he is, and he's saying he's calling from DC and I have only been told that DC gays are, um, atrocious. Total demons from hell. Yeah. Yeah. And that's fine. I just feel like there are, there's a way that you can, have a real connection with another human being while also getting to keep a lot of like the silly girly fun parts of being gay yes agreed yeah and i think gay that's why i say that gay people feel punished when they don't get to do the full nine mm-hmm. and it's like just cut out the like getting nutted in that's it just cut that part you out. get every other part is like, that not enough like you like you just can't give up for lent getting nutted on in public you exactly like you like you still get to like do blow you still get to like <laughs> now no one's yeah, running around with the girls dressed like a retard <laughs> like you know like there's so many other yeah. things you get and like for the fact that like, you can't even like you can't give up the the one thing right yeah it's just it's a yeah, it's also, a weakness of also, character if, you, if mm-hmm. you like started seeing someone and it say you like because this this is literally what i do like my boyfriend and I will, like, go and, like, hang out with friends or whatever, and a lot of them will, like, go continue the night on, and, of course, we'll be invited, but most of the time, I'm like, I want to go to bed, you know, right. like, mm-hmm. and this has never happened to me, but if anyone found themselves in that situation, if someone that you're friends with, like, gave you shit about that, like, that's a bad friend. Completely. You know I mean? <laughs> like, 100%. That's not, Completely. That's not cool. Those not are not say. people who mm-hmm. are going to, A, a make it themselves, and are certainly yeah. people who are going to hold you back in the long run. Yes, 100%. And they're people who are making your business Their far. business. And what yeah, they're, and the, what they're like, reacting to is not your desire to go home and do what you want to do on your own. What they're reacting to is their own feelings of, well, why can't you see that my choice is the right choice? Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And that's like, you don't, you don't want to be around. No, so those people are if mentally if you, if you fucking ill. That that part of the scene then i think you'll like set yourself up yeah, totally. for success in some way yeah mm-hmm. and Agreed. yeah like nick said like don't don't be going like talking to like married couples or anything exactly especially yeah. in yeah. dc married like, yeah. <laughs> the scare quotes are not. <laughs> i'm married no you're not yeah you're fucking and sucking random child like children 
Yeah. You're not fucking married. I wish gay marriage was over. Yeah. <laughs> marriage until we need to pause gay marriage until we pause. can figure out what's going on. Yeah. Let roll it back. Let me get let me get married first. And then yeah, you get married. You get married first. I, here, here's what we, really what I want is that I have to approve it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, easy. Oh, exactly. Easy. Yeah, you're you're getting easy. fast tracked. Come yeah. on through, girl. Yeah, you get the fast pass. Exactly. Yeah. But every other Manila envelope that crosses my desk. I'm taking. I'm showing up on yeah. your front doorstep. Yes. Knock, you're knock, knock. You're I pulling to, out your bicycle. Exactly. I need to take a look around with my monocle. Yeah. It's like 90 uh, Day Fiance when they have to prove that they are actually in love. Exactly. Then you have. You're the person that has to. I come in. Yeah. I'm Doctor Pepper. Interviews. Yeah. You do the interviews. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you guys uh, love each other? Has there ever been a third? They go. Mm-hmm. Oh, denied. Oh. Denied. <laughs> go back to your country. Yep. <laughs> Sorry. You're going back to India. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Um, okay, do we want to do a... Sh- She's already the hair hers. Ooh, yeah. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Not what I meant. You have to bleep that. <laughs> We've been doing so well. You have to I was trying. That. I was trying to be like she, like her, like I honey. I know. And then you... <laughs> to be fair, this is RuPaul's fault. Do you know how many things RuPaul has said that I has know. just been branded in I my brain? I was not trying to say like... <laughs> RuPaul said that for many seasons of Drag Race. Okay. <laughs> Okay, well, let's do an email. <laughs> or, 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 that just reminds me, you could, uh, do you know, have you ever heard of knee mail? Who? Like praying. <laughs> knee mail. Knee mail? Yeah, there was, there was I'm this getting knee mail from God. These really, really, really genius, uh, like, <laughs> phrases on their sign outside, and one of the best ones was God answers knee mail. You're fucking kidding. God answers an God email. Answers God email. answers an email. I'm definitely oh, naming this episode that I think God. about to this day. Oh my fucking God. <laughs> another good one that I think about all the time is uh, autumn leaves. Jesus doesn't. God answers an email. God, <laughs> keep that one in mind. Yeah. Okay, so should good. we do an email or should we do a voicemail? Because I just feel like I curse the word email. Uh, let's do... <laughs> You cursed it. Just do an email. Let's yeah, do, do a fucking do email. Let's, email. Do email. <laughs> Let's do an email while we can still read. Okay. Yeah, while we can yeah. read. Um, who should we do? You pick a random one. I trust you. I'll do this one. Yeah. Mm, do I want to do this one? Ooh. Hold on. Let's proofread first. Yeah. Hold on. I feel like we can do this. Let's, Let's do this one. Yeah. Let's do this. Yeah. Let's do it. Hey, queers. Never call me that again. <laughs> Hey, yeah, okay. Hey, please. Hey, please. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sit your little ass down and eat your fucking food, girl. You're even lucky though, I'm answering this Even question. though the last episode I was like yelling queers. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. You fucking queer. New York queers. Okay. Sorry it's an annoying boy problem. Don't apologize, but I wanted your wisdom. So I met this guy online and we met up for drinks a couple times and now he's inviting me to hang out with his friends, which is great because a couple months ago I lost all my old friends. But now I don't know where I stand with him. We haven't gone on an official date yet, and now I'm nervous to ask him out because I don't want to make it weird with all these cool new people I've met. What's the move? Um, you need to pick who you want more. Yeah. yeah. Also, you need to stop worrying. That's your... That's the other move. Right. Yeah. Um, you need to pick... I, if, I, you, I, if you have no friends, I highly recommend just waiting for another man. Waiting for another man. And if you, like, are very, like, I vibe with these people, like, I could actually, like, see them as, like, my good friends, then right. pick the friends over the yeah. guy and, and make And what happens clear. is you're going to become ingratiated in this friend group. You'll be... Up, up in there and every friend group worth their salt is completely incestuous and you probably will wind up fucking him in the end anyway and I'm um, yeah be- exactly yeah especially because you don't know where you're at with this guy exactly there's, there's too much wiggle room there's too much ambiguity right. there and you know that you like those people like right. the friends if you know you yeah. like the people then why put pressure on the, the man who cares yeah exactly mm-hmm. and if you haven't gone on an official date but you want to maybe get to know that person like 
more because right. they were like your like lifeline mm-hmm. into this like larger group of friends if you need that person to like be your anchor right. in it then like make it apparent that you want to hang right. out with them but it's not a date well because there's yeah, nothing you, weirder than right. having a situation where like if you entered as a boyfriend when he decides he doesn't like you anymore you were tossed by the wayside yes, and you will exactly. not have that friend group anymore but right, if you exactly. already have friendships built with these other people first and then you fuck him and it gets weird then and they have to deal with it and you guys are going to yeah. have to figure it out and if it's catastrophic they have to pick a side which is always fun and <laughs> and if it's not catastrophic and it's just kind of awkward then everyone just has to deal with it for a few months and it's you know and then you'll it's, be fine. it's ancient yeah. history mm-hmm. pick what's more important to you yeah and go for it and i think based on the the, the way i'm reading this email i think i can not to psychoanalyze you hun but i was I, about to psychoanalyze i think you. i i think i know what you want more yeah Especially if you just lost... Yeah. I want to know how you lost your friends. Maybe I don't. Yeah, go go for the friends. I, if anything, it sounds like maybe this person was in a situation where they were dating someone and... The friends were... Yeah, I mean, that's one of the most common ways you know that I mean? people lose mm-hmm. and whole that circles of friends. can be, like, extremely yeah. immature in that way. Mm-hmm. Right. That's, yeah. like, the worst way of, like, involving yourself in other people's business is being like, well, they broke up and I'm better friends this person right it's exactly like, right so yeah, annoying sixth grade it's so anno- it's so right. like yeah, you're an adult sure. e-e-l-e everybody adult, everybody. right but you know Mind your own fucking business. don't don't turn your back because the girls will stab you so <laughs> yeah. i yeah. just would be i would i would mind mind your um you know just just be cautious and mm-hmm. go in with a go yeah. in with a cautious mind and i think it is much safer to hedge your bets on friendship than it is to hedge your bets on an extremely murky and unclear possible romance. And it also sounds yeah. like this person is just in general maybe starting a new chapter where it's like all the people from like that old chapter's gone and you're like starting something new. Just like have fun. Like take even outside of this question, just like kind of meet people outside the friend group and like yeah, make new exactly. friends so that it doesn't yeah. feel as high pressure. Right. And yeah, also exactly. any re- any rewarding romantic relationship I've ever had with anyone has come completely by accident and I didn't try. Right. Yeah. yeah. Let it, let yeah. it, yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. Exactly. And worst yeah. case scenario, also, you know, you'll just have like a really weird sexual tension with one person in your friend group. There you go. How fun. And that's fine. <laughs> and definitely, definitely don't um, address anyone as queers. Ever. <laughs> I don't mind. I love it. I, whatever. It's I fine. I love the Q word. I don't actually care, but I just wanted to be mean to you. Hey, queers. <laughs> like, hey, what queers. the fuck? What the fuck did you say to me, you silly seeing faggot? It, seeing, it in, seeing it in a screen share on a Gmail just, like... Didn't There's something a little bit more degrading about this. <laughs> There's something that, like, it should have been an exclamation point instead of a comma. It's like, hey, queers. Like, we're, being, ad- queers. we're being addressed by HR. Right, exactly. Lowercase Q. Yeah, lowercase yeah. Q. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's do a voicemail, huh? Yeah, let's do it. We've got oh, wait, four, four and a half minutes yeah. left. I think we can cram one in. Yeah. This person is the one who gave up mid-call. They said, I feel like I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the transcription, I haven't burning questions. <laughs> <laughs> the trans- <laughs> oh, boy. I have a burning question. Actually, just kidding. Actually, I don't. You know what? I don't think I could do it. Yeah. <laughs> I love that so much. Okay, let's do this one. Hey, it's about Topics Girls. Um, so I've recently started a new job where... Every- I have to pause this. Thank God, finally a gay guy with a loud voice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've, been, I've been closing yeah, my eyes and not, focusing, trying to picture the words in my head. Fucking library. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, where are you doing this? Your mom's house? Fuck. Everyone is very friendly, except for one guy who's about my age and um, is very stern-faced. And um, I have not done anything besides, I guess, like mean mug back... Uh, kind of like you do with like the gay guy that at work that you don't get along with. 
Um, so at this point, I'm kind of stumped because he seems to talk to everybody else in a friendly kind of a stop by and chat way. And um, we seem to have like a really weird dynamic. So I'm trying to figure out if this is um, if this is because of something with me or something with him. Um, but I don't want to press it and make it weird. So should I um, try to connect with this person or am I getting a natural fuck off energy um, and just can't deal with the indifference? Thanks. Bye. I love this. I love a workplace question like this. This is a really good question. I love to I navigate workplace drama. That, that yeah. the transcription of this got it wrong. <laughs> Should I try last... to connect with this person or am I getting a natural birth? <laughs> <laughs> Dying. That's oh, really fuck. good. I love the transcription. <laughs> it's Tony just getting a weird vibe from this guy. Should just have a natural birth? <laughs> Baby, get that natural birth, honey. Natural birth of energy. I love okay, workplace, workplace drama. So, um, if you know, if you've started this new job and you love everyone, everyone's kicking with you except for one guy. And I'm, I'm assuming this guy is also not like explicitly gay based off how he's like phrasing it. Yeah. Um, if you know in your heart of hearts that you did nothing wrong and he's still giving you attitude, then that's on him. And, and that's a, yeah. that's a that's a faggot right it's there. It's a faggot. He's like mad. Yeah. That my my matter. question is, are you annoying? Right. Like, Look into your heart and ask if you're annoying yeah. first. And then if the answer is no, yeah. Do you work with all women that love you? And he's the only man in the office, right? Because then maybe what you need to do is adjust your expectations of people. Because <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, as a gay man, you but know, all- women are gonna you know dick ride to the end of time, right? And also, like, it works with literally any combination of people. Just extend a lifeline. Literally, just, like, yeah. mm-hmm. drop the act. Level with someone, you know? Mm-hmm. Especially if you're working with them. Like, mm-hmm. you owe it to yourself. Yeah. To make that experience very pleasant. Because, like, that's the one... If, I, don't, I don't know. You don't want your workplace to be, like, hostile by, like, for any reason. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, one thing that I will say is that... Um, I am someone who in my life has been known to play the gay frenemies game (laughs) and it's not a fun game and no one wins. Mm -mm. Um, but it is commonly played across the board. Yes. And I do think that you oftentimes have to be the one who opts to break that dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think certain, a certain breed of gay guy is always going to be like, Hmm, you know, like whatever, yeah. like that kind of thing, or like yeah. like weirdly like making fun of you a little bit, or like you can't tell if they're actually being nice or if they're being kind of like shitty or whatever. Yeah, I mean, there's a particular like brand of homo that is always going to do that. Yeah, and at the end of the day, if you have a full time job with someone, you spend forty hours a week with these people. Right. And if there's one person who's yeah. continually acting like this, like just do try to do something. Yeah, like level with them or like try to get on right some yeah. common ground with them. Majority of the time, you can or just, just do just something to find totally that. crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck them. Yeah. Fuck him and then see how things <laughs> then, change yeah and then call yeah. back oh wait, i think this meeting is gonna end it is yeah okay well we'll, we'll pick up in one second yeah we'll do it yeah. <laughs> this is so this was, is the insanest fucking shit yeah i'm gonna say it this is ghetto this is ghetto <laughs> oh it's meetings not over <laughs> <laughs> all right we'll be back in cover your ears i didn't say that <laughs> <laughs> oh my god ghetto ghetto I did it again, so I'm a little beat rock. I don't know why it's been stuck in my head for a week. Oh, I edited it back oh, to my playlist. Oh, 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 oh my oh, oh. God, I fell in love. Only when I seen her on the dance floor. She was dancing sexy. Never ever has a lady hit me on the first night. This was something special. It was just like dynamite. 
sweet. <laughs> yeah, I, I will say that having having to uh, stop and go every forty five minutes is a little ghetto, but we have really stayed on. We've on I know. Task. We're very focused. I'm so excited for this. Yeah, yeah. me too. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So long story short. I love how there is yeah. one voicemail that starts off okay, okay bitch, bitch. <laughs> or bitches, bitches and yeah. Google literally again I can't count I like can't figure out how many stars that is <laughs> and Google fucking censored <laughs> bitches um, all right so yeah okay so to to conclude this particular thing I think oftentimes something something's got to give mm-hmm. in the in the gay frenemy dynamic and something eventually does I think a lot of times it turns into this there's this always really weird thing about like who's gonna be the one yeah and it's why I hate when people like hire another gay guy wherever I work because then it's like oh great now I have to like yep. figure like A I have to figure out if this person is like like I hate having to compete for the stage mm-hmm. I yeah, don't like it yeah. and I hate having to by the same token um, have to figure out if there's like if this person thinks if it's like a sex thing or if it's like a you're ugly thing or mm-hmm. if it's like a just like the, any any number of weird gay yeah, judgy like, things yes because this, there's a lot of that if this is another person another gay person in the workplace and it's like that competition thing just find out just stay in your lane are you the hot gay or are you the funny gay are you find the your smart lane gay? find your lane mm-hmm. so that way everyone can fit in i've worked with gay guys in a corporate setting before you just have to find your lane i knew right. that i wasn't the hot one right and that that was someone else's job in the, in the workplace exactly Let i'm the that. alt one <laughs> i'm the mexican yeah, no, that's i'm wondering too because i'm like I wish I knew more about what this person was doing for work because maybe it is like I don't know maybe there's a like guy that is like being frigid to him like maybe he's like a human rights campaign gay you know what I mean like, well I know, think we also then, do we even know if he's gay I no I, that, I thought that it was a straight guy because he was like oh we mean mug each other like like two gay guys would but I can't tell it's being like we mean mug each other as gay guys do or if it's like. If it's just like a it's homophobic, a, like older guy, at oh, this then point, you gotta hang it up. I mean, just keep keep it pushing, just, babe, or just be annoying at that point. Oh yeah, exactly. If, or turn it. If you up. are straight, you have to go. Up, you have to go up to this guy and say, "Hey, man, I'm tired of doing the gay guy thing." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you convince him that you are secretly straight, and then you have to put on a gig. Yeah, exactly. You're yeah. like, oh my god. Yeah. Are you, you so sick of pretending a, to be a gay guy don't around you here? Hate all these fucking women. Yeah. You have to give him a room temperature rolling rock. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, you have to split one with him, break the glass, and then do like a blood oath. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> with rolling, stab, broken rolling rock. Stab each other. Stab each other with broken rolling rock yeah. and then shake hands. And then you really, really have to test him. And you're like, you don't have AIDS, right? <laughs> oh. And look at him really you hard. You do now. Yeah. You do now, baby. <laughs> and that's how you find out. Yeah. He doesn't want to tell you if he's gay. All right. <coughs> Stop. Let's do a blood oath, bro. You don't have HIV, HR right? can't do shit. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do a blood oath, bro. <laughs> anyway. Um, thank you for yeah, calling. So slice open your hand and press it into him. Yeah. <laughs> so definitely, at first, at first we did say extend the olive branch. What we really meant was... Yeah, extend, extend an organ. To a blood oath. Yeah, right, exactly. Just cut open your stomach and run him up. Yeah, I got an organ yeah. I can donate. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ah! <laughs> Oh, what's better than a rose on a piano honey two lips on an organ or maybe, maybe no maybe maybe oh okay i've i've I actually have just got two other ideas either you have to embarrass him or you have to embarrass yourself in front of Completely. him that's what i'm saying if he is a guy who's just never gonna like I don't you know he, like just be an embarrassing fag in the workplace exactly slip slip no slip on a banana keep it simple <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly do some three stooges even, bullshit yeah. you, you yeah, <laughs> be carrying be carrying a pie yeah. whoa yeah. whoa yeah. bring a bring a crock pot 
pot to work. Put it on your desk and cook your dinner in it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do whatever you're better at. Embarrass him if you're good at that. Yeah. Or embarrass the shit out of yourself. Yes. Find your yeah. strength and just shake the table. Because if you know the girls are going to live, exactly. if you already have all the girls on your side, right, rather, exactly. like, they're like, oh my God, that was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At the next company party, just get butt fucking wasted uh-huh. and do the dumbest shit to this guy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I, don't, I don't know if that helped. But yeah. yeah. All right. Hope that helped. Thanks. Yeah. Have fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Next question. Should we do this one? Sure. Should we do like how many more? Like one more. We can two do a more? couple. Let's do two couple. more. Because we're already at more. what? Like an hour twenty. Yeah. Let's do two more. We can do two more, and then we can save the undone ones for a paid one for people who pay me. <laughs> yeah. <true. laughs> <laughs> paywall. 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 All right. Hi, Thought Topics dolls. During a manic episode, I blocked an ex-friend on Twitter and his phone number because he wouldn't answer my FaceTimes. <laughs> How do I reconnect with him? I noticed he made a new Twitter. He has a new account. His new account gets no likes. He's flopping hard, <laughs> meaning I might have a chance to reconnect given that he's lonely. <laughs> I'm not even going to say okay. your name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I am going to scold you because if you're 27 years old and you care that much about Twitter followers, you need to maybe... Maybe this person shouldn't be your friend. Yeah. Um, you should never go back on it. Never go back. If you're going to go to the extent of blocking someone, you should yeah. never go back to that person. I agree. Yeah. No matter what. I also will say, I have never answered a surprise FaceTime once in my whole life. <laughs> yes, if, someone, if someone FaceTimes me unprovoked, it's like someone, like... I, I can't even think of a comparable offense. If it's someone that I regularly <laughs> FaceTime with, I'll answer it. But if it's like my mom FaceTimes me, I'm going to text her and be like, what's wrong with you? They're like, not only do you have to talk to me, but you have to look at yourself while you do it. Yeah. I'm like, Fuck you realize you're getting my eyebrows and that's it, right? Right. I was like, you are getting the, the you're getting this spinning, sneeling fan yeah. that I'm hanging from <laughs> because okay. I had to pick well, up actually, this phone call. Yeah. Okay, maybe I was a little harsh at first and I don't take back what I said, but <laughs> I wonder if the reason... And now I'm like putting all the pieces together. Yeah. During a manic episode, they mm. blocked an ex friend because they wouldn't answer the FaceTimes. I wonder if they were reaching out oh. to this person. Oh, and they didn't they, see. Oh, okay. Well, this changes things. That changes things. Yeah. So okay. you were having okay. a mental crisis. Been there, we can honey. Maybe <laughs> surmise that from from this phrase. Yeah. But maybe that is what happened. And this and person did friend. not wind up coming through on that, and therefore it provoked the block. Mm-hmm. But now it's feeling like, yeah. I mean, so now I understand the anger about someone flopping really hard. Because if someone was, like, not... <laughs> and if I, like, didn't like them, but I knew I needed to reckon... I wanted to reconcile, but I wasn't ready to stop being mad yet. Yeah, I'm like, be like, they're a fucking fat faggot. Why won't they call me? <laughs> Why won't they call me? Yeah, exactly. It's an, I don't know, man. It's It's complicated. I think... Um, if they, if nothing happens, I mean, the word, I mean, here's the thing. If this is over Twitter, just send a fucking DM. The amount of completely yeah. humiliating DMs I have that I've sent to like, <laughs> not even people I know. Like right. one time I thought I saw Dylan Brady from a hundred gags at a bar and I said, are you at this bar? <laughs> and he read it in the never <laughs> and he wasn't even in the well, same also, state. I wonder if this, if this is a person that they're only friends with online or if they're if they're like IRL friends. Yeah, that could be another yeah, factor. Because otherwise, yeah. I noticed he made a new Twitter account. Right. Okay, like hmm. See, this is the other thing I would never like, trust a Twitter friend with a mental breakdown. 
Right. Like I, ju- I just wouldn't do that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I don't. I don't trust yeah, anyone that I'm like mutuals with enough to be like. <laughs> I'm yeah, freaking the fuck out. I, mean. I think I'm really good with my mental it, breakdowns because I just sit in silence for a minute. Exactly. And then you debrief your friends on their mental breakdown. I just like, girl. Guess what? I go buck. <laughs> go fucking buck. Go buck by yourself and yeah. then reach. I out. start projecting onto other people's tweets. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, that's about me. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a picture of a cheeseburger. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> yeah, oh, they're calling me fat now, huh? Really, I guess if you want to reconnect with this person, it really depends on the circumstance. If this is someone who's like yeah. heavily involved in your life, and you feel like you, yeah, I feel like there's like, a lot of peripheral details here, but I hope it felt good to say that they were flopping. Yeah, no, honestly, yeah. like nothing like being pissed at someone and being mad and yeah. seeing that they are just in general not yeah. doing good. And I'll do this to help you, you little faggot. You flopped hard. Your account gets no yeah. likes, oh, and we all oh, know. Oh, oh honey, <laughs> we know. You didn't answer a. You didn't answer a Facetime because you were so busy sucking. Dick. You were sucking, sucking cock dick and cock that belonged yeah. that belonged to other yeah. men. Oh, was that you sucking dick on the timeline? I hmm. thought so. I thought that. Meanwhile, I was having a mental breakdown. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Meanwhile, I was giving the give. I was giving the give. <laughs> I was giving the game. Giving the game. Gave the gold. I was giving the give. I was taking my lithium. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 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 giving the give is going to be synonymous with so many things in my life. I know. Yeah. Every a lot of things are giving the give in my yeah. life. These what, are you, days. what are you doing at six o'clock? I gotta go give the give. Oh, I gotta go give the give. Which is take my dog I, out. I love to say work. Like about like oh uh, they're like oh do you work tomorrow? Oh no, honey, I work tonight. <laughs> I work later. I work, I work tonight. <laughs> I work tonight, actually. Um, okay. Well, well, great. That seems pretty simple. I hope things work out for you. Yeah, I hope so, too. Um, let's do a voicemail, huh? Yeah. Let's do this one with the swear word. Oh, wow. This is I really cool. like how casually we're like, oh, wow, a manic episode. Huh. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Fuck that friend. Okay, should I do this one? Or should I do this one? <laughs> this this one, one has a lot of F This one has a lot of the words. Okay, I like this one because I saw the word the word woodworking. I didn't like the other question because I saw the word scholarship. Okay, bitches. I don't know if this is too late. It's last minute, like everything I do. But long story short, I live in a Midwestern metropolitan area that is not Chicago and maybe around Minnesota. And I'm thinking about moving back in with my parents. Um, dropped out of architecture school. Don't want to do that. Going back to tech school to do woodworking and my big plan is moving to new york city stupid gay i know but it would save me a lot of money on my way there my problem is i will have severe fucking fomo i just got a big new friend group who i absolutely love and i know being 45 minutes away from the city will drive me fucking insane so is it worth it to move back in with my parents and just stay home for two years and then like flee to the big city because Minneapolis is fucking gay or is the FOMO gonna fucking kill me sorry I'm off the walls a little bit but you heard my story if you can help please I'll take any advice you guys have love y'all bye so sweet. Oh, I yeah, a lucky, lucky, lucky girl. Exactly, lucky girl. A thank love women God. who say gay with impunity. Yeah, so fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs> so, literally, so smart for dropping out of school to be an architect. Architects are some of the most retarded people. Yeah, I have famously ever come across in my life. Architects and engineers mm-hmm. are so autistic <laughs> and just like like it. It is it is remarkable. Yeah, like yeah. 
how they do not know how to communicate they think that their jobs are like the most important yes absolutely person could do and they're so like crude yes to like everyone around them and it's obnoxious so good for you for pursuing woodworking that's fantastic yeah um don't move to new york for if you're gonna be doing like professional woodworking there are there is not there's a lot i feel i feel the woodworking scene it's really fucking hard right especially the women in woodworking scene over in new york (laughs) (laughs) like what is that but i mean like the the women in woodworking business conference like like, really they're like high-end furniture making but you have to have like an insane amount of experience and know all of the right people yeah so it's like you're not gonna get a job like that right out of school you're literally gonna spend six years working for someone just sanding and you're like that's not worth your time yeah Uh, move to philly there are tons of furniture manufacturers here talk to me Mm -hmm. um but as for the friend group thing Hmm. that's tricky so here's what else i know a couple of people who until recently did not live in the city proper Mm -hmm. and used to drive every fucking weekend yeah. To come and do the social stuff. Yeah. It seems horrible to me, but it's possible. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, like, you will figure out how to make that kind of thing work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, nothing's going to really stop you from wanting to go party with your friends. Like, or you'll make that happen if you need to. But the yeah. thing that I would interrogate is that I am constantly split between my life making me want to kill myself so often that I want to move home with my mom tonight. And then there are other days where I'm like, I would rather fucking die than move back with my mom. I would actually be homeless first before I move back in before with my Before I parents. move back in with my I parents. Wholeheartedly. It's just not... Nick, Nick, doesn't your mom live next to you? She did. Briefly. And I... <laughs> And I actually saw her less than than when she lived far away. Yeah, you literally didn't even see her. I saw her probably like three times the whole time she lived here. We like you're never gonna, hung you're out. Gonna, you're gonna you're gonna have an episode and be like, "That's I'm move, I'm moving home." Yeah. So <laughs> we're we are recording from my mom's house. And yeah, exactly. Everyone's really worried about you. I'm like, mom. Just, yeah. Yeah. What do you think of the question? On the other side of the wall. Yeah. Your mom brings some um, brings some food, and you're like, "What know. the fuck is this?" <laughs> I wish I. I can we assume this person's like in their like undergrad yeah that's what i thought i thought that they were in their undergrad okay because huh i hope they're not too i hope they didn't go too far into the architecture program because that's such a fucking waste of time yeah but if okay they have a new friend group being 45 minutes away isn't that bad i I wonder because i'm i'm thinking like could they find a job that they would be able to like they were probably maybe they were like living in like student housing or something if they were in minnesota this person has just by their voice they have the personality of someone who I feel like yeah. would not want to move back in with their parents. It's this very true. This person sounds and like they'd be combating with their need, parents. needs to be she, with the girls at all costs. Yes. She sounds like she could also get a job anywhere. Totally. Yes. So I'm like, maybe she could, I don't know, uh, make, for like, this summer. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if you're like capable Stick and around. funny and are capable of like speaking properly, like, I mean, that is yeah. a job waiting to happen right there. Yeah, this person seems like they have a lot yeah. of potential and they'll, they'll yeah. be able to make it work. Like, that's 100%. my big thing. I have no doubt that wherever this person winds up, it'll wind up being fine. Yeah. That said, I mean, yeah. have you been to New York? I think a lot of people, like, do the whole, like, I love New York thing and then, like, don't even know what they're talking about. Don't especially do Midwesterners. And, especially. And what I will say, well, and even people who live in Philly, and what I have to say to all of them is your problems follow you. Yeah. So right. if you're having a hard time, like, I lived with someone who I have actually known since high school. But we went to college together, too, and he was, like, a photographer and was, like, having a hard time, like, getting work that he, like, wanted to do in Philly. And then he, like, moved to New York, and at first, and he's doing great now, but at first he was, like, having the same problem. And I was, like, you realize, like, it's you. 
Like it's right, not, like, exactly. Yeah, it's not like the industry. It's like your problems follow you. You still are yourself, no matter where you go. Exactly. Yes, one hundred percent. Very like, true. And I think so for a job said, that's not location specific too, that is what's so, yeah. like, especially if you like already like my thing is like there are certain things that probably would be easier for me career wise if I didn't live where I live. But if I had to leave my current social situation, I would be incapable of pursuing my career goals. It's so yeah. hard to make new friends in like your mid 20s Like once you're done with school, there's right. no it's there's it's hard to like organically make yeah. new friends when you're older. Once there's no more like state or society sanctioned ways to interact with new people, it's it bec- making friends instantly becomes very creepy. It's hard. Yeah. It's very weird. It's very like it's hard not to feel forced and I think when you're put into circumstances where people are all <laughs> made to meet one another things happen much more organically and you wind up with people who are like a much better fit for you than if you just kind of have to like fucking make something work yeah yeah that's why i'm wondering so they have this big new friend group i'm like are so they they have to be like a college student because i'm like right if they're worried about leaving the school that they're going to and going to a trade school it's like right that sucks that wherever they're going doesn't have a woodworking program yeah. or maybe they do and maybe it's like retarded expensive right like yeah. that's also they would possible be doing, yeah. that's, that's highly possible just anytime someone says should i move back on the parents like my heart my heart just wants to be like no like yeah, you don't know no. if you'll be yeah. stuck just, there you really it's like it's it's regressive don't get comfortable that's the biggest thing yeah, yeah yeah that's the other thing and it's like really it's actually so important to learn like when you're as young as i'm assuming this person is that like you should do everything in your power to not have to fall back on that because you'll thank yourself completely you'll thank yourself later you know Mm -hmm. now anytime i have to ask my parents for anything now it makes me feel horrible and it should make you feel horrible like that resilience will like just naturally build up your adversity and like you'll just know how to tackle things in the future on your own yeah instead of falling back to like moving to your parents house like you're gonna be stuck there and you're gonna want to do that like it's it's worth every penny really it really is Yeah, yeah i'd say like so i guess final advice like take the summer find a job live in the area where you have these friends yeah. that you want to hang out with. Mm-hmm. And then wherever you go to do this other like woodworking program. Also, think of it this way, and I hate to like give them credit for this. Architecture students have so much work to do all the time. And woodworking is a lot of homework too, but it's not as like intense yeah. and like scary, you know? Mm-hmm. So like you probably will have more free time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Meaning you won't have to write papers. Yeah. Like I understand the temptation to mm-hmm save money but i know a lot of people who did move home with their parents to quote save money and then just didn't leave never left and that just is their life now and or they just spend just spend the money on dumb shit right exactly or you're not really saving money at all what you're doing is like you know Mm -hmm. burning all your gas to drive an hour to go see your friends Mm -hmm. and like yeah it's i think um it's kind of a bargain that you have to make with yourself about being like how much struggle is worth it for me to be able to like get like achieve this thing on my own terms Mm -hmm. rather than to have this little like training wheels like oh maybe this will help kind of like maybe whatever when at the end of the day you know it's like i don't know like you should just make it happen on your own and i feel like it's so much more rewarding that way too like when you finally get what you want it feels so much better yeah like if this person is in their like very early 20s if that like you will have time to figure all this shit out too just i would just say follow your gut you know what direction you want to go to don't make excuses for yourself and money isn't real money's not real don't worry about money don't don't worry about saving there's nothing i mean you can move on a hundred bucks like i remember getting my first yeah i remember making anything happen with any amount of money and even if you have to like 
figure out what to do with like if you have to like figure out where you're going to live in that city like even if it's not with your parents and it's not at school but you have to like get a place or something yeah. money is not real and, and it, it will it will work because it has to work yes yeah also as a woodworker you literally have job security for the rest of your life because there for every like one good woodworker that there is there's 15 that don't know what the fuck they're doing and shit <laughs> is falling apart all around you yeah yeah so things that is so you're set babe. job security you're set yeah love it and you have a beautiful voice more yeah, people should just fucking right. do like trade school shit to be honest exactly mm-hmm. literally we need i want to do that yeah we don't need any more fucking english professors babe we don't yeah, need well, any more there was more that, one, there was that one tweet that was just like we like we don't need any more djs like we need we need <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> heating and cooling guys please she's like so i decided to leave the architecture <laughs> yeah. department to major in queer nightlife and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, for real. Oh. Yeah, good luck to you, girl. Good luck to you. I, you got I, this. I picture, I picture nothing but greatness. Yeah, I, pi- I picture you on the yeah. jet ski. I do picture you on the jet ski with me, <laughs> with me telling you what to do behind Wait, you. Behind you on the off, jet of, ski. off of what Nick just said, I just thought of like the perfect like T-shirt to say like, <gasps> yeah, I I do gender studies, and then it's just like a men's stall and a women's like bathroom stall. For, like, <laughs> company. <laughs> <laughs> I do fucking so retarded <laughs> our next teacher should just be me and you on the jet ski yeah me and you on the jet ski no comment no nothing no t- no words on the shirt just me and you on the jet ski <laughs> okay well listen we're at what an hour 35 that's a big episode babe. Yeah. do you want to do a lightning round and we could um something that i have picked up from you guys is saying get in the pan get in the pan <laughs> get in the pan if you want to act on yins yeah Everyone you wants to act onions these days. No one wants to get in the pan. If they need to get in the pan. Okay. The oh pan. yeah. So yeah, we won't give a full answer, but we'll tell them if they need to get in the pan, yeah. or or if they're good to stay out. <laughs> they're good to stay out of the pan, or if they need to get in the pan. That's our only response. Okay. High thoughts. So I've been yeah. seeing this guy for a few weeks now. He's super sweet, and I like him a lot. However, he doesn't often let me pay for him if I ask him out, and he usually wants to split the bill. I'm not looking to be some sugar daddy, but am I missing something? Am I too old school and thinking I should pay if I ask someone out? Thanks from a sister. Get in the pan, girl. Uh. Get in the pan. That guy has dignity. Next. <laughs> yeah, get in the pan. Get in the pan. Get You're the acting pan. onions, and I don't see you in that pan. Yeah, get in the fucking pan. On a brief one, I'm going to give you a little, a little, a little thing here. Yeah. Um, you are gay, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is. It is kind of you to offer, but if they're yeah. If, yeah. It's certainly Let's kind, it. but you're not being old-fashioned because you are not taking out a woman. So, get in the yeah, pan. It's, it's not the get fucking the- Sadie Hawkins. <laughs> <laughs> get in the pan. Get in the pan, honey. Get in the pan, Sadie Hawkins. <laughs> Sadie Hawkins. <laughs> hey, girl. That's not what they said. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you big dumb slut. Hey, you fucking whore. All right. Hey, love your show. Thanks. My boyfriend and I have been together for two years. I'm 24 and he's 34. Ruh-roh. We're gay guys. Shocker. My uh, boyfriend has three kids. Woo! He had them from an arranged marriage with a culture with a woman. <gasps> oh my God! Wait, hold on. I need to get a real answer to this one. <laughs> we need to give a real. This is our last real answer. Oh, this is our real last one. I go. I go. Onions. Onions. <laughs> <laughs> hey, love your show. All right, let me give you a real one. My boyfriend and I have been together for two years. I'm 24 and he's 34. We're gay guys. Great start. <laughs> My boyfriend has three kids. He had them from an arranged marriage with a woman. He's an immigrant from a Muslim country, and I'm a metropolitan Jew, so the cultural gap is large. Am I crazy for being in this relationship? 
I definitely care about his kids, but I don't love them like a parent. They're cute to me in the way I find my dog cute. <laughs> it also freaks me out that I'm basically a 24-year-old stepdad in grad school, but it's something I've learned to accept. Sometimes, though, I feel like these kids will see me as their evil stepmother in the future, and I also want my own kids one day. I want to love them because I love my boyfriend, but it does not come naturally. What's your take on my situation? Uh, first wrong move, why are you in grad school? Yeah, right, exactly. Figure that out. Um, <laughs> I mean, to to break it down, no, I don't think you're crazy for being in this relationship. I think you are kind to like yeah. give this person a chance, because that... I mean, that's a lot of baggage. The opposite end of this relationship sound like that's that's crazy he was 30 he's 34 probably this is his first relationship with a guy yeah it yeah. sounds like it mm-hmm. and he's three kids from an arranged marriage no i think you're not crazy for being in this relationship that's definitely like more weight than i could handle you god know? yeah yeah but <sighs> i mean i don't know take your time 24 i mean i am i'm i'm 24 you heard it here first yeah. fucking retards i <laughs> i'm 24 and i feel if i were in this situation and i had to be become a de facto step parent just to date someone that would that's a lot i'd be okay with it that's a lot i could do it but it's because i really like love children i like i like kids and i like get along with them and i do want my own kids too does it make sense that i never want to have kids of my own but i would love to be a dad wow Mm -hmm. see maybe this is an ideal situation for some people because it eliminates all the responsibility you know what i mean well not like well not okay hold on (laughs) like being the father figure rather I think it's what I mean. Sure. Like being a father right. figure, but yeah. not necessarily having. Well, that's my own why that's why so children. many gay men find so much joy in being a gunkle, is that right. they just yeah. get to, to you know be a, a fun little male figure in their children's yeah. lives. I personally like love that situation. I'd be okay with sure. that situation. Um, I guess just like take your time, you know, yeah. like because the only reason that these kids would see you as as you said it, evil stepmother, would be if you overstep or if you like yeah i don't know i mean if you're someone who like already wants your own kids i mean i don't see you being like a tyrannical freak and like i think if you know how you would like to be treated as a child in this situation i'm assuming these kids have to be like so extremely young too right they must be pretty young i mean if the dad's only 34 those are young kids young kids were like there's three of them i know but how, and how this old could have been but they could have been like boom boom he, boom right like how old does but the he could have been married at he could have been married at 18 though. right I mean, exactly. that's what i was, I was trying to do the range math. yeah i was, I was trying the to sit old, here and the do oldest, the math the oldest literally could be 16 holy fuck like but if the 16 year old likes you, you and the 16 year old is like oh cool my dad's dating a gay yeah, guy God, I wish you know I what i mean i wish i knew the kids i want i really wanted to know the kids ages i say like take your time like don't force it's a relationship with the kids like yeah. make sure that they have that, that like you're respecting their boundaries Be- yeah. because, like, because this person has been two years with this guy i'm assuming there's been some progression like hey like that's first he time. tells him yeah. i have kids from an arranged marriage that's a heavy weight and you stayed yeah. for it you've met the kids that's crazy that's yeah. that's a heavy weight that you, you were also there to for. at least be invested yeah. enough to have stuck around for this long and I do think that, and if you were in this for two years and you're currently 24, that means you entered this situation when you were 22, which is very young and very unstable in terms of your priorities and your overall lifestyle. Yeah. And, but I'd say he sounds mature. Yeah. You, I mean, definitely, definitely sounds, sounds mature, mature and definitely sounds like you have like sort of clear vision of like what this whole situation is. Like I don't, yeah. there's the, no no trace of delusion in this scene. <laughs> no, this person seems yeah, like so very, just like, like I want to figure yeah. this out. You but know? that said, I mean, yeah. I do really think that the most important thing, which is, it's a to be fair to you, but also to be fair to the kids involved and to the your boyfriend, is to really really like 
reach into your heart and decide if this is something that you want. Yes, I think that you just have to be very honest because you're dealing with a lot, unfortunately. Because to create this, like, like part of these kids' lives and part of this man's life and whatever that could carry on for years and years and then for it to wind up being, like, something that you wind up thinking, like, whoa, like, what did I do? Or, like... It's just a situation where you were a twenty-four, you were a twenty-four-year-old, and you just can't really play games in the situation because of the yeah. children involved, and because again, you met them, so like you are a part of yeah. their life. And make sure it's not something funny to do at grad school. Yeah, because that's the only that is the only part of this that makes me feel like if like if you're in grad school, like your life is a lot of in a lot of ways on pause. Yeah, and it probably is a bit easier to be in a situation like this, and I would just. Make sure that your priorities are clear and be vigilant about what it is you want. Be very honest. Be very transparent. If there's a point where it doesn't work, I think just being honest with your boyfriend and just being like, hey, like, it's not working for X, Y, and Z. But if it's working, it's working. I don't think you have to press the panic button right now. Just really evaluate if this is what you want for the long term, etc. I don't know. Exactly. Yeah. And I think, I mean, it's been two years. I think, like, after a certain point, it'll become apparent if, like, you think what your situation is is best for both of you yes you know mm-hmm. exactly you're not going to notice that early in a relationship I mean, especially mm-hmm. one with this this many moving parts yep. and also i mean if you do want your own kids this person sounds pretty down yeah, yeah oh my god they have <laughs> another one that's the other thing yeah, yeah like yeah. you've definitely found someone who like is one of the more capable people of fatherhood and like kind of has been around the block yeah. a few ways mm-hmm. and like if he really likes you and like winds up staying with you for even longer than this, I mean, like he probably would want kids with you too. Yeah, if he's like super, and stable, he probably right? wouldn't mind waiting until like you're older, until you you're like ready for that, because yeah. he already has yeah. like had this experience <laughs> and probably wouldn't have a problem giving that to you. Yeah, for sure. Until his kids go to grad school <laughs> <laughs> and do yeah. the same thing. All right, should this person yeah. um, get in the pans or? I think you are firmly out of the pan and should stay there. Yeah, you're out of the pan. Yeah. Yeah, you're out of you're out of the pan, but you're you, out of the pan, but you are if cooking. You, if you keep, if you keep thinking those kids are cute like dogs, that pan is yeah. <laughs> wait, you cannot describe the more. That's, more that's that, yeah, yeah. Please don't let your boyfriend hear you say that. Yeah. I hope he doesn't listen to this freaking yeah. podcast. We got this is a pretty sig- <laughs> significant situation. Nick, yeah. Nick, it said it said that he's Muslim. He definitely does not listen to this podcast. <laughs> definitely do not. Oh boy, inshallah, he will not listen. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. We had a 32 year old construction worker. Very true. No, who says we couldn't that, have yeah. a Muslim listener, man? Yeah. Wait, we need to set up the construction worker with the girl who's dropping out of architecture. Yeah, the girl wants to be a woodworker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You guys I think next time, instead of heaven. doing like a, a thought line, it should just be like uh, like a single. Yeah, like verb- <laughs> speed dating. verbally yeah. or email us your Tinder profile and yeah, we exactly. will match you guys And blind. we will pair up. Yeah, oh my God, it'll be like a reality TV show. You send yeah. me your Tinder and I'll say, I yeah. found the perfect girl for you. Yeah. And, and you it's a man. With a gay guy. Yeah. <laughs> And wait till you hear this. She's yeah. a man. <laughs> Dying. Perfect. Okay. Well, listen. I think this is an extremely productive thought line. Yeah, that was a great one to end on too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We had a. We definitely definitely saved the sauciest for last. We got a couple stray voicemails. If we ever get bored, we were like power round, and we were like, yeah. wait, hold on, hold on, <laughs> hold up. Hold the phone. Hold the phone. Well, because every detail I read, it got yeah. crazier. <laughs> we only did one onion. Yeah, I felt like yeah. I felt like I was watching an episode of Scandal when you were when you were. No, you got like through the first <laughs> sentence, you were like, "Wait, hold on, holiday. Hold on, holiday. Wait, hold on, holiday. Hold on, holiday. You can't give it to him dry like that. You gotta get this shit wet first. Like, come on now. You gotta prep them for shit like that. You just can't get this shit right off the top. You gotta bring this shit back. Bring this shit the fuck back. Let's go. Holiday season.
Hey, <laughs> that's what that question gave. Exactly. Yeah. Me talking to my 34 year old Muslim boyfriend. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Hold I it. was on the plane with Dwayne. With Dwayne. <laughs> I don't fuck with pigs like Assalamu alaikum. <laughs> Thank you, everyone who submitted a question. Yeah, thanks so much. We we were not able to get through everybody, which I was kind of like, oh my god, we have we have so many. And I was like lying, but I guess we really did have a lot of them. We have so many impatience with our phone number. (laughs) Impatience. Hi, calling from the correctional facility. Um, (laughs) help. (laughs) I'm outside. I'm still just dying thinking about someone calling from jail. Yeah, and we get the cur- and we get like the full Google playback. Of- oh my god! Yeah, and they're calling. <laughs> you're getting a call from they Litchfield. Be- they sc- they screen those calls. They would be so pissed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you call them. Like, I use my one call <laughs> to ring up this fucking podcasters to ask them if I, I like should have a mustache. <laughs> they go. You get arrested, and they go. Can I get my one call? They go. Yeah, sure. They listen real closely. He goes. Hey girls. <laughs> hey. Um, I have a uh, five minutes, so I have about five minutes. I'm in jail. <laughs> but there's I? a really hot guy but here. There's a really hot guy here. I've been acting a little more masculine recently. Should I get a mustache? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, my time's up. <laughs> it's like a it's like someone, a buzzer in the <laughs> bag. <It's like> a, <laughs> someone, someone, yeah. someone calls you from uh, from a courthouse yeah. to, to find out if uh, if they're on jury duty. And they want to know yeah. if the person is guilty or not. Yeah, I'm reaching out for employment verification for Joe Brown. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, honey, they work there. And then I do uh, the yeah yeah I, I give them the I give them a full rack. We do the verification. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, give your employer the Thought Topics outline. I'll give him a call. <laughs> yeah, we're doing a we're doing a yeah. COVID tracing call for Mike Hunt. For Mike Hunt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, listen. This was a real this this doozy, a, a real uphill battle. I got to tell you, with all the Zoom starting and stopping. But I think you know we did we did what we had to do. You know, yeah, we just got our third I warning so. message telling us to get off. Exactly. Zoom. They were like, enough. I really yeah. have to figure this out because if we ever have an, any other guest, it's going to be like, <laughs> yeah. If we do any episode over an hour with the guest, we have to restart three so times. It takes me about twenty minutes to get the mic working. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Uh, All right. Well, listen, Gal. Thank you so much for lending your yeah. your your wise your wise eyes and <laughs> oh, ears anytime. to the process. Mm-hmm. Happy to help. Thanks yeah. so much. All right. Well, listen, everybody. Yeah. <sighs> um, well, well, get in the pan. Get in the pan, babe. If you want to act onions, yeah, get in the pan. <laughs> get in the Call pan. now to get in the pan right now. <laughs> okay. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye y'all. Bye, y'all.